This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, kitties. This is your ghoulie, the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher <laughs> Welcome to Slash Radio with your host Mikey Bones. I almost just did a whole Cult FM thing. Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Cat Valor and Rob Humphrey. What's going on, guys? Heidi Ho, or whatever the fuck it is Allie <laughs> says on that show. She does not say Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho. Oh. What'd she say? She says something. Oh, uh, what the fuck? Does she she switches it up. She goes from howdy and what's the one that annoys? Oh, hi. That's oh, hi. That's what it is. Yeah. I thought she said Heidi Ho, but no. Oh, hi. Huge clown penis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are not here with the slashies this week. Yes. So what had happened was <laughs> we were going to do the slashies this week, but then we none of us did the work. Uh, it's been a, at least for me personally too, like it last week was rough for me and leading up to it too. It's just was a lot going on holidays and all that shit too. And honestly, guys, like as, as much as we don't want to push stuff back, I, I think we say it all the time about movies and even games. If it's not ready, don't put out shit and make sure. I I mean, I think everyone would be happy to make sure it's ready and done and yeah. everything's better, right? Yeah, and to be fair, though, I take none of the blame. Well, <laughs> all right. Because, no, Kat, you no, know how I, it works. Yeah, you were not going to do much more than you were told to do this week anyway, so that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah. In a weird way. <laughs> Somebody says, hey, we need to get this done, and I go, okay, and then you guys do it. That's how it works, and you didn't do it. <laughs> Kiss my ass when you didn't do it. You see me banging my head against the wall on Photoshop. You literally heard it. But yeah, no, the slashies are, the voting is out right now, though. That, that you can go on our Twitters. It's really hard to give a link. So at Slasher Radio on Twitter, it, it's a Google document. So, you know, the link is like docs.google.com slash bada bada bada. Exactly. Yeah, and you know what? In the description of this episode, I'll put it as well. So wherever you're listening to this, you'll be able to just click the link in the description and you'll be able to vote nice and easy peasy. Just like we do every year, movies, series, books, games, all hard uh, genre, obviously. Hopefully we have a good turnout. Like, like We say it all the time. When we do things like this, murder madness, like all the things that we do, you guys' participation is like what makes it, especially with something like the slashies. The more you guys participate, the the better it is for us, the better it is for the, the show and everything else. And again, you can't bitch if you don't vote. Yeah, just go vote. Like, it doesn't even take that long. Go get your bitching certification by voting for the slashies. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, you need a that's that's a good way to put it, Kat. The bitching certification. Yeah, you don't get if you didn't vote, you don't get a stamped, and you can't bitch. I will tell you <laughs> just straight up to go fuck yourself if you didn't vote. I catch you bitching. So yeah, make sure you go vote. 
a lot of good uh, categories on there, a lot of good movies and, and everything else and books and games and series. So, mm-hmm. Although whoever did the video games really dropped the ball. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You know damn well. There wasn't, I did it. There wasn't a single nomination for Nicolas Cage in Dead by Daylight in that son of a bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. you are right. Yeah, I did drop the ball. You know he's going to win, like, a special category, though, right? As somebody who runs a main Nicolas Cage in Dead by Daylight, I was offended. <laughs> uh, that is true. Well, uh, um, uh, Nicolas Cage is, is listening. You know what? I'm going to add Nicolas Cage right now. You are right. I did not even <laughs> fucking. And the thing is, too, like, Dead by Daylight has, like, two categories in there. You know? So, but that <laughs> is fair. It, it, it definitely deserves to be in there. You're right. I did drop the ball on that. Yeah, best voice actor. He actually says in the game cat, he says, I'm Nick fucking Cage. Amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay, hold on. Nick Cage. I'm not putting the K in there. They can go fuck them. His publicist, <laughs> everybody, they can go fuck themselves. Not putting the K. Nick Cage well, as hang on, Nick Cage. Hang on, though, because we have established that it's fictional. Oh. So you have to, it's Nick Cage and I see yeah. playing himself. Nick Cage, N-I-C-K. That's right. I'll do that because it's funny. I'll do that. (laughs) That's our new rule of thumb that we made up and are sticking to. I read it somewhere. I didn't make it up. I read it somewhere. (laughs) Oh, okay. If we read it somewhere, it's I don't remember who said it, but someone said that in in like an article somewhere. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, and that's funny. You, I, I, I'll stand on a fucking hill out of spite. I'll stand on a spite hill all day. Yeah. And I would never put a K in that man's name on spite, but that is very funny. That's yeah. Very, and, and people are also going to think we're stupid and not understand that, like, you know, so that, that's kind of funny too. Worth that's it. fine. Yeah. It, it, that's not the only reason they have to think we're stupid. No, yeah. not at all. They've seen your rankings of things. Yeah. Come you on. Fuck that up for us. Good. Yeah. Jeez, you like fucking, that? That was mean. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I do apologize. You are right. That that is my bad. And Nick Cage is now in there. But and again, to be fair, Dead by Daylight has two already. Now three. Also, I guess I should apologize for calling you out on air for it. I could have said something off air. Yeah, you definitely should have. Would have been in there sooner, <laughs> son of a bitch. That's a fair point too. Goddamn, do this, do this during the show. But here you we son are. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, Dead by Daylight has a lot of shit in there, and that's the weird. Uh, area of it too especially with like games and and series i think the most there's so much shit that didn't necessarily like you know new games that came out or series in 2023 Mm -hmm. but the seasons and dlc releases and all these things it's like where does stuff go yeah well and it's it's tough also we didn't get a new super massive game this year no not yet we used to get uh we used to get one every year yeah from the like dark anthologies or dark picture anthology, whatever the fuck they call that thing, mm-hmm. and they didn't put one out this year. Well, they're working on the um, uh, the Dead by Daylight collaboration, mm-hmm. the casting of Frank Stone. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's gonna be that. That's got to be an, uh, a a load to you know to put together. So, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. that. That's got to be a big project. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. <clears throat> That's in there too. We have most anticipated for 2024. A lot of good stuff in there. So I hope you guys participate and get involved. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And and if you bitch, if you voted, you get to bitch. And the bitching is fun afterwards too. Let's be honest. Our listeners, not for us, but our listeners seem to enjoy. Well, it. to be fair, the last couple of years it's been us bitching afterwards because they voted for dumb stuff. 
But we also voted, so we're allowed to. Right, right. But it is frustrating when we have to give awards to Scream 5. Ah, Scream... Leave Scream 5 alone. No. Scream 5 was fine. <laughs> it just, it's fine. It's, it wasn't the best movie of the year. That's all I'm saying. To the majority, it was. Mm. I, I stand. I'm, now, if Scream 6 wins, I'll be mad. And this is why democracy's a failure. <laughs> it usually is, isn't it? The saddest <laughs> part. It seems like the best way to do shit, but it never fucking works out. <laughs> nope. Because the dumbest yeah. person gets as much say as the smartest person. That's why. <laughs> And the smart people aren't fucking voting for the slack. <laughs> uh, sorry. You're doing it too. The smart people aren't really voting for shit. They're out there making money, doing their thing, living their life and driving convertibles and whatever fucking people do. It's the people with nothing else to do that are voting for Nick Cage playing Nick K. Cage on Dead by Daylight. But, but no, I get joke. in trouble for telling people not to listen to the show or, tell, or, or being mean to listeners. And you just said that. Unbelievable. Hey, what I said will get them not to vote on the site. You're telling them not to listen to the show. Like, <laughs> God damn. On different platforms, might I add. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but yeah, so voting for that is out right now. So uh, the cutoff for games and series will be Saturday. And look at, at dates here. Saturday the 6th. Uh, so you won't be able to vote for those two anymore. So get those in now. And um, obviously, and the cutoff for for voting in general, the other two categories, books and films, that'll be the 13th of the following week. So, you know, get on there and get it, get, get it in there. And it, again, even if you're not on Twitter, check the description where you're listening to this. It'll be in there. I want to hear fucking no excuses. Crying out loud. That's right. We gave you an extra um, week, damn it. Well. <laughs> that was a why, but yes, you do you do have an extra week notice. That's fair. I, I fucking Christmas message a bunch of people message me going, where are the slashes? I'm like, oh um, <laughs> it's coming. Sorry, uh, Chris, we do got a voice. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh we got a voicemail this week. We are not getting into horror news. To be honest, it's really not shit anyway. We're gonna be going over our Top five and top five and worst five movies of 2023 instead yeah. of news. And then we'll get to The Strangers, which has been uh highly anticipated lately on here. Are we so. sure there's no news? Did anybody Google Spyglass to make sure? <laughs> Trust me, I hear when Spyglass does <laughs> shit. Twitter will not be quiet about Spyglass. To be honest, I don't even look anymore. Like I just, I honestly just don't even care. Cause, cause uh, what could be possible? What could, even if they say, "Hey, we got Nev Campbell," I don't fucking care at this point. Like, I did God. see one thing that was really funny this week, uh, where someone had dug up uh, during the whole like boycott situation. They were like, "No more Scream Seven. We don't want to see it anymore. Let's all go watch Thanksgiving." And everyone had to be like, "Hey, guess who did that?" Yeah. Which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Voicemail, voicemail. 917-397-KILL. You trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. 917-397-5455. Want to leave a voicemail for the show? You can do so. We'll play it and discuss it. Also, a text message. We'll read it and discuss it. Let me change this here. All right. Here we go. Hi guys, it's Tasha. 
going to be a lot to unpack here, so I need you to bear with me. Um, Mikey, I appreciate you understanding the awesomeness <laughs> that is the mean one, but also as a fellow New Yorker who knows a fair share of Italians, I've never in my life seen or even heard about pasta being on pizza. God damn it. So I'm afraid you're, uh, you're on your own with that one, my dude. Uh, Robin Cat, I'm sad that you didn't like the mean one, but can respect that not everyone can be right all the time, especially Rob. I have to say it, Cat, I know our friendship can withstand this. Uh, the mean one is better than Santa Jaws. Oh. And what? to wrap it up, I don't know why you guys want Rob to drink wine so that he can turn into a middle-aged woman. He's in love with Tom Atkins, obsessed with reality TV, and he's trying to pass off a romance as a horror movie. He's already a middle-aged woman. Oh. Bye. God damn. Tasha coming with the heat. Okay, I forgive you for the Santa Jaws thing, I think. I'm going to uh, say this. You right stopped now, the Tasha, landing. <laughs> you are lucky I did not hear that before the power rankings earlier. <laughs> she got a fucking free 99 Unbelievable. Scoopsky potato. God damn. Uh, that's, well, I, I've had this discussion with Tasha too on, on my uh, grief grievances with this thing. Tasha, you're from upstate. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the pizzerias that are, are, are more in the city area are not the same as the ones that are upstate. But you can get authentic New York pizza at the Sabaro. I'm going to fuck you up. I swear to God, one day I'm just going to fucking swing on you. They have a sign and everything. I don't give a shit. Fucking their sign. You shouldn't even. Did you really get pizza from there? Yeah, I was at the mall. <laughs> it sucked, didn't it? Yeah, it's ter- fuck terrible pizza. Of course it is. It's New York pizza. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I got it right here. Kick him in the dick. God damn it. Everybody knows Detroit pizza is the best. That's not true. I've been trying to get a deep dish slice. Well, I know it's Chicago. But, like, Detroit pizza is fucking weird. I've been trying to get a deep dish slice of pizza mm-hmm. for the longest time. Can't fucking get it. Really? Well, yeah, that's, that is more, the Chicago's the deep dish, and that's good, too. I don't remember if I told you guys. I, I, it, this started because uh, T-Mobile gave for their T-Mobile Tuesdays uh, a Little Caesars, like, code. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Like. I've never had Little Caesars before. I've heard stories about how terrible mm-hmm. it was. And they had something called a stuffed crust deep dish. Ooh. And I said, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I don't know how you stuff a deep dish crust, no. but that sounds great, right? Mm-hmm. Deep dish and stuffed crust. Hell of a deal. I'm in. Hell of a deal. So I got it. It, it was pathetic. It was literally just a regular pizza that was square. Yeah. With a puffy crust. Yeah. They, this is all it was. Their pizza's not good. I ate, uh, I used to no. eat a ton of that pizza, though, because my son loved it for some reason. Yeah, kids are just like shitty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it was whatever, because he, you know, at the time, he would only eat pepperoni pizza anyway. So I was like, all right, whatever. Pepperoni pizza kind of pepperoni pizza, you know? Yeah. And so we get a lot. And it was super cheap. You used to be able to get a large pizza there for five bucks. Yeah. So I don't know if it's. There's not one around us now, really, so I don't know what the price is but anymore. But, yeah, it used to be super cheap and stuff, so we used to eat a lot just because he liked it. you got to eat a lot of shitty stuff when you have kids. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, I say that to say this, because then I ordered Little Caesars again, 
Why are you getting it again? <laughs> I don't know. Because I want the deep dish. It's not easy to find deep dish pizza around here. So I was like, all right, you know what? It's cheap, which is nice too, right? Mm-hmm. And and to be honest, as much as the other one pissed me off, it was because it wasn't a deep dish that made me mad. It was edible pizza. Like it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Right. But so I was like, all right, they have a deep dish. There's no fucking way they're gonna fuck this up, right? Like it's it's deep dish. It wasn't a deep dish pizza. Like it, it was closer than the last mm-hmm. one, but it, they clearly don't know what deep dish is. So I've been on a hunt for it. I've noticed deep dish pizza is kind of hard to find. It is. Uh, there's a Detroit pizza place here, which I like a lot. There's a, a couple of dudes who moved from Detroit and opened up a, a pizza place here and they serve Detroit style. But I, I don't know that there's deep dish anywhere near me either. Yeah, it's a fucking a lot more of a pain in the ass to find than one would think. Anyway, yeah, that I enjoyed that very much though, Tasha. That was great that you um you're already a middle aged. You're terrible, Tasha. <laughs> I really look forward to uh the next month's power ranking. <laughs> yeah, we just uh we just got done recording the power the Patreon power. See, that's the Mikey did say she she's kinda coming in free ninety nine because Yeah, because this is still this quarter. Well huh? and the power rankings are so far away, I'm never gonna remember this. That's that's true. All right. Drink roll call. I am drinking, guys. I got. I told the story about how I got that eighteen hundred, so I'm drinking a little more tequila because that, honestly, as much as I love Patron, dude, eighteen hundred's good, and I forgot. Yeah, I haven't had eighteen hundred in a long time. I got a bottle of. I don't drink tequila that often, so I bought a bottle of Patron forever ago, and I still got like half of it left. <laughs> Let me come over. I'll help you out, dude. I love Patron. Uh, I like tequila, but and we've talked about it. But it's got to be like only, certain tequilas are very good. Mm-hmm. The rest are dog yeah, yeah. shit. That's why so, people people who say they hate tequila have spent too much time drinking bad tequila, like cheap shit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I like. Uh, and it's funny because when they were asking me what I like to drink and like hinting at like what to figure out what to get me, uh, they asked me what I drink, and my answer was like my drink for the last few years has been Patron. Notice I didn't get Patron. I got eighteen hundred, so they got a little cheap out little on bit. there. Honestly, it was, yeah, a little bit. Uh, but I'm drinking the eighteen hundred, and I put it in some Cran grape juice. Okay, and I am drinking it out of a McDonald's cup that earlier today held my high C. Super classy. <laughs> I'll tell you that, dude. Look, honestly, you shit on it all you want. My favorite thing about going to a fast food place isn't even the food anymore. It's the cup. Yeah. Because when you're done with the drink, you, it, you get to put ice in it. You could shake it if you make liquor and you get the straw. That's a hell of a deal. And the, the straw holder with the top, it, I really yeah. enjoy the cups. I will tell you here, um, they're real big on the paper straw. Oh, I fucking hate those. goddamn Cause it ruins everything. It is the worst goddamn thing ever. Fuck them seals or whatever. Give me a real <laughs> straw. No, I agree. Yeah, fuck the environment when it comes to straws. Because they're useless halfway through the drink. Yeah. They're starting to bend, and it's horrible. Yeah, places around here are real big on paper straws, so I, I don't get the uh, the straw excitement that you get at uh, the fast yeah, food nah. restaurant anymore. I just want to throw this out here. I have reusable metal straws, because uh, we also switched to paper straws out here, and I noped out without n- demanding the death of any seals. Yeah. It's true though. Them but then you gotta clean the metal straws. You know, it's like these you just throw them away and you move on with life and spend another three dollars the next I day. I guess it's fine. Yeah. yeah. The metal straws are nice though. 
like the tumblers. I don't know and about shit. a metal straw. I don't know if I'd like that. I will say it was an adjustment, and I did almost take out both a tooth and an eye. <laughs> Neither one of them mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, cats attacking people with her straw. This is why I can't have tumblers, cat. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I just look. I'm all for saving the environment and everything, but we got to draw a line somewhere. Are gross, though. Yeah. I, I get They're it. Disgusting. Yeah. Also, I am chasing this drink, which is very good. I do enjoy cran grape a lot. I'm chasing it with a cheer wine. Well, sort of. Oh, yeah. Sort of. They were out of cheer wine, so I got the the cheer wine zero sugar. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't go for that zero sugar or diet soda Mm -hmm. bullshit. I just hate it. Dude, it's not bad. Cheer wine is... uh as i've said numerous times on the show just like the nectar of the gods it's so great um and there i will occasionally go to the store to get some and they will be out of the regular and they'll just have the zero sugar and i thought about trying it before but i don't want to make that commitment um so yeah i i could not uh vouch for the taste of the zero sugar at all but i'm glad you like it it doesn't give that diet taste, but it does take, because I had cheer wine however long ago on the show before. It takes away from the cherry. Oh. That's the thing. Yeah, it does. It's still there, but it's it's dulled a lot really? by the zero sugar. But the soda itself, mm-hmm. not bad, the that's zero sugar. That, but that's the great thing about that cheer wine is that you get that real cherry flavor. It's a lot of cherry flavor in there. Yeah. Yeah, I do right. miss that. But I'll say this too. I thought about it. It might not fuck up a liquor mix oh, yeah. as bad. Yeah. Oh, that's that a good be point. Cause when you, I have noticed most of the time when you mix liquor with cheer wine, it tastes like cough syrup. Yeah. Um, except for that drink that Chris created for me that, uh, I don't remember what the name of it was the cheer wine maker's mark and a little bit of lime. I think it was like the. The South Carolina fuck boy or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what he called it. It was good though, whatever it was. That that does taste good. But when I put vodka in it that one time, it just tasted like straight fucking cough syrup. It was awful. Dude, get you a bottle of the zero sugar and make a drink and see. Honestly. Well, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. What are you guys drinking? Uh well, speaking of Chris, so I got um cocktail ingredients for the slashies because it's a classy event i try to bring classy drinks uh but we weren't doing that this week so i was kind of scrambling to see what i could make and i had ordered something that i had forgotten about for a different ir chris concoction that i was really proud to have on the show tonight and then i realized it was a shot so i did that right before the show and now i'm having irish coffee but shout out to ir chris (laughs) Uh, for one of the most disgusting shots I've ever had in my life. <laughs> uh, wow. It was the fiery nut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Fire. Wait, hold on. I have a good button for that. Wait, where right. is it? Continue. Uh, which is a shot of whiskey, an eyedropper of flashbang hot sauce, Irish cream, and a death nut. Yeah, that's your fault, Kat. I don't, yeah, that, I don't I'm, I'm sorry. What in the fuck is a death nut? A death nut is. Hold on. <laughs> a death nut is a um, Scoville challenge snack. Uh, it comes from Blazing Foods. Uh, it is fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Yeah, that I don't know why you would do that. I remember Chris mentioning that on Twitter too, and I kind of noped that. Yeah, no, it. I yeah, no, I'm not. That's I, your fault, Kat. No, I don't. I don't do. First of all, I'm not doing any of that. I'm. I am infuriated by this trend in snack food where it's like so hot it'll kill you. Uh-huh. Like I can't stand any of that shit. So I would have definitely not been involved in that. Here's the thing about it is yeah, that no, no, no. I don't always. I, I get a lot of shit for this. I, I get into a lot of fights about spicy snack foods, uh, but I don't mind like the heat of them. What I mind is that is like once they get so hot, people think that it's okay that they taste like shit. And it's like for those of us that still That's have true. our taste buds intact, I would like for this to taste like something more <laughs> than pepper, <laughs> like uh, yeah. which was kind yeah. of my complaint with the uh, the death nut. Like it was okay. But it was not my favorite because um, it's like a Carolina Reaper, like a scorpion pepper or something like it doesn't taste good. Uh, my whole thing is ghost peppers. I think ghost peppers are where it's at because they're spicy. They'll hurt you. But the flavor is really nice. Like it's kind of worth it. The yeah. death nuts less so. <laughs> yeah, That's the thing. Like, I don't mind spicy food yeah. or even some spicy snacks. But there's like this whole trend of so dangerous you'll die or whatever. Like, what? Well, fuck, I don't even want to eat that. (laughs) Listen, Uh, but there are people that will just for that. Yeah, I know. And I I bought a bag of what I thought were Cool Ranch Doritos a couple weeks ago. Uh oh. And Doritos has started doing this thing um, where they have these bags. They're called roulette bags. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So some of the bag. um, So there's Cool Ranch Doritos in there, but also the super spicy fucking Doritos are mixed in there, and you don't know which one you're getting. Uh uh. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I threw that shit away. Because <laughs> I just want some fucking Cool Ranch Doritos, you know? Yeah. No, fuck that. So, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not crazy about that. But, um, well, I did go classy. Okay. Uh-oh. This week. And, uh. Classier I, than a McDonald's cup? I am not. I'm drinking, um, the finest bottle of white wine sold at the local gas station. Oh, oh my right. God. Got me a, a little bit of Chardonnay. <laughs> Hold on. So you're not only are you going to be wine drunk, you're going to be gas station wine <laughs> drunk. Damn my straight. God, what are you doing? All right. Man, fucking Tasha's timely. Stole <laughs> 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 a little bit of your thunder. Uh, okay. All right. How much of that have you drank already? A little bit. I haven't had that much yet. Yet. <laughs> and I'm I'm a guess I'm guessing you're upping that that output going forward. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. It's gonna keep going. Oh, and I'm already right. starting to get drunk. Wine wine just does something immediately. <laughs> I don't know what it is. A fucking wine. I feel like you know what? I'm I'm going to remind everybody. I we can't we can't remember what Rob was drinking during the episode. I'm gonna play Right now, <laughs> shortly, I'm going to play the the compilation the of sex your tape. sex tape excursion. <laughs> I think it has the vibe that it was going for in that regard. Like, I think that's a very strong element of this movie because yeah. it makes it feel more like found footage. And 10 out of 10 times, if you bring a camera into the life of a couple, the guy's going to try to make a sex tape. This is a little sexy time for Rob advice for everybody. Free sexy time advice. Uh, wow. Bad idea. Do not make a sex tape. Terrible <laughs> idea. You never want to watch yourself doing that. Otherwise, you will not want to ever do that again. Because you <laughs> look like a fucking idiot. I guarantee you that. You are much uglier than you think you are. 
and you do not want to see it on tape. You're a hideous, hideous, foul creature. You don't ever want to see it. You will disgust yourself. And no, it's 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 not it's not nearly the thrill you think. Now, look, making the tape might be a lot of fun. And I'm not against you making the tape as long as you delete it immediately and never watch it. So that's that's my tip. Make the tape, delete it immediately, never watch it, don't ever let anyone else see it. You will be disgusted by the result. This would have been a much more interesting movie had we actually gotten to see the sex tape. This chick is is clearly crazy, but um, I've already got a camera here, and if I lean into this a little bit, I might get to make that sex tape that I want to make. I'm here. And I'm going to help you defeat this demon. No, you're wrong. I And the best way to do that is to make a sex tape. I cannot have a fucking thing on this show. You b- both know how long I've been wanting to talk about this movie. And you guys talk <laughs> about a sex tape for like 10 minutes. My main factor in this movie, Mikey, is the sex tape. I'd be like, immediately, we need to move in together. I'm going to get a camera and we're going to make a sex tape. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to play along with this crazy woman long enough to get the sex tape. You motherfucker. He's just trying to get a little ass and film it. Can you not take this seriously for Mikey? For a minute, man. God damn it. Mika got himself caught up in a situation where he wanted a sex tape. No, I tried to frighten the shit out of women. I give them a half sex. I believe you. Mika should have started backtracking at that point because clearly he had made a mistake. Yeah. 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 He he had really pissed her off and yeah, you don't want to do that. You're trying to get to the sex tape stage and you're fucking making her mad. That is not good. Call the demonologist. So, do it. So the play for Mika here was, hey, we can call the demonologist, but first we got to make this sex tape. Sounds, all about the sex tape, Mikey. It's not all about the sex tape. That's yep. the whole movie hinges on that because that's all Mika, Mika's trying to get is the sex tape. That's all he wants. He was my way into the movie. Like, I would totally be the one making fun of the fucking psychic coming to my house and just trying to make a sex tape with a crazy girl. I'm not even <laughs> going to mention, mention the sex tape anywhere in the fucking tip. He's real big on trying to get that sex you tape. Know- and I- also, we skimmed over this. At some point, they do turn off the camera and then they turn it back on after they had sex. And he's like, that's illegal in <laughs> Kentucky or whatever. You know what that means? They did butt stuff. Thanks for bringing up butt stuff, though. Appreciate that. <laughs> Good for them. They didn't get it on tape, though. Make the tape if you want. Delete the tape and don't ever watch it. I'm so drunk, guys. He's not going to make a joke about her dead mom. He's trying to make a sex tape. You don't do that. That's not sex tape worthy. We never really mentioned this because I I talked a lot about sex tape, and that was pretty much it. (laughs) I've been trying to keep it together, and I fear I have not been succeeding. (laughs) You haven't. (laughs) I I do want to say also, God damn it, Ralph. And Rob would let him make the sex tape. He just wouldn't want to watch it with him. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. I don't know if butt stuff is legal here in South Carolina or not, but we'll get down to it, Mika. Probably going to look into it. Laura, hurry up. Goddamn it. I'm not making a sex tape with Greg. That wasn't even that much. You made it sound worse than it was. Um, I literally cut every time you mentioned a sex tape and put it together. No, you added extra stuff in there or something. I did not mention sex tapes that much in that episode. (laughs) Well, here it is again. All right. You guys want to get into our lists of 2023? Yeah. Hell yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
And I, I want everyone to know I put a lot of time and consideration into this list. <laughs> <laughs> I worked so right, hard on it. It's why the slashies are late. I was doing this all week. <laughs> we certainly didn't almost all show up with a different list. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, we, we really almost did. Uh, all right. So I, we always round robin these things. Should we start with worst or we should we start with best? Uh, we should start with best because I'm 90% sure that one of my movies came out the wrong year. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Uh, my See, mine too. I'm going to let everybody know now right out of the gate. My best, my two best are like a 1A and 1B. And my, on my worst list, the, the five and four are like one five uh, A and five B. Okay, so that that's how this is gonna go for me. The the it just was weird. I my number five and oh, what? just also while we're disclaimering things, I want everyone to know I got the year that the movie came out from Rotten Tomatoes. If this if a movie is on my list, Rotten Tomatoes told me it came <laughs> out this year. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, then we we need to stop with the fucking. <laughs> if it came out at a festival, it didn't release. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, you know. I I disagree, but okay. Okay, that's fair. Uh, all right, you're the problem here. See, this <laughs> people is people could see it. That's what I'm saying. A select few people could see. No, it. No, you can buy a ticket to most festival screenings, so you could have went and seen it. <laughs> I'm gonna get on a plane to watch fucking Skin of a Rink, man. What the hell? You could have. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Well, would recommend it, but you could. <laughs> my number for Greg would be there for sure. Uh, my number five for the best movies this year, and honestly, we're 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 picking out of a barrel this year for like the bottom of this list. We were going to do top ten, and there wasn't honestly there wasn't ten horror movies this year that I felt confident calling best. Anything. Yeah, we all had about seven. Yeah. <laughs> about yeah, yeah. This, this is a down year for horror. Although I would argue maybe a good year for movies, but a down year for horror. Good year for movies overall, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so my number five, and there, there was a bunch of movies that could have went here. So you know, whatever. I I put Five Nights at Freddy's there. God damn it! I right. forgot to put Five Nights. At oh no. Well, okay, so it. it's gonna come up again yeah. on our next set. I'm assuming <laughs> we'll be talking uh, about it, it again. <laughs> it um you know it, again the the five to to ten spot of this was kind of like like I said I picking out of a barrel I I liked it for what it was it I looked into the Five Nights at Freddy's story loosely uh, I discussed it with people before and after I watched the movie and it felt like they 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 tried they had a lot of shit to get in and I feel like they did a pretty decent job at getting in what they could get in. And I think they told a pretty good story. Was it perfect? Far from it. But, you know, it, it wasn't bad. And the animatronics look fucking great, man. Those things were cool. And they're putting they're putting out a... This is like a reminder of me. They're putting out a cupcake plushie. Mm -hmm. I must fucking own that goddamn thing. <laughs> I fucking right. love that cupcake. All right, you want to go, Cat, or you want me to? Uh, I'll go. Okay. I'm going to make everyone mad with mine. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> might as well go. Uh, my... my fifth best movie of the year is uh talk to me oh okay <laughs> the okay. fuck god damn I mean, that's it. a 20 that's a 2022 movie by my no it's not standard but uh, well i it works out because my number one also is a 2020 <laughs> movie 
<laughs> so we'll just uh, bookcase all my 2023 movies in there, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I um I like Talk to Me a lot, but it's by my sort of definition is a 2022 movie. Okay. So the, here's the thing is that I usually use um I I, I also usually used Letterbox, but I didn't yes. this time. So I I'm kind of in theory I agree with you about the festival things, but in practice today, Rotten Tomatoes has me on the other side of that fence. So Sure. I get you. That's fine. That I it, I will say this: if it was a 2023 movie, it would definitely be in my top five. Yeah, you son of a bitch. It is exactly in my top five. Yeah. So, uh, my number five of 2023 is the Last Voyage of the Demeter. Okay, uh, so this was my seven. It, okay, like it was in there. It's one of the ones I'm kind of bummed we didn't get to talk about, but I I think it's solid. Yeah, it's a solid movie. It um. It was when I saw it uh, initially, I was a little disappointed by it because this is one of the movies I was most hyped for for 2023. Yes. And that's sort of the story of 2023, me being really hyped to see a movie and it not living up to the hype that I've sort of created in my mind. Like, I'm just really excited to see it and then kind of feeling like, you know, maybe it didn't reach the mark that I was hoping it would. I um, but. The more that I've thought about Last Voyage of the Demeter since seeing it, this is a pretty solid movie. And it's a different kind of Dracula than we're used to seeing. I will say the rewatch got me a lot. Um, yeah. Because I also was very disappointed when I saw Voyage of the Demeter. Because in the book Dracula, that was like one of my favorite segments. It was very mm -hmm. eerie. It was very mysterious and subtle. And I feel like the movie didn't really do that. But yeah. once you appreciate the movie as like a creature feature style dracula perfect you know yeah. like they did a good job with what they were doing yeah it's uh so yeah that's my number five solid solid choice okay my number four is the blackening okay okay that's a 2022 movie by my um <laughs> you need to let it go bro you really do <laughs> but if it was a 2023 it it would have been close to my top five. I, I really enjoyed that movie. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Yeah, that that's the main reason it's in there. For yeah. Sure. Uh, my number four is socks. Oh, now you're just being silly. No. <laughs> Liked it. Okay. Had a good time. Best theater experience of the year. Had a blast. Would do it again. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not higher. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah. But that's kind of a win for us, Rob. That yeah, I mean, a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of making our own point, or making our point by putting it four, I guess. Uh, hold on. I got I can never remember the name of my fourth movie. Bodes well. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> the number four movie on my list for 2023 is Hell House LLC Origins, The Carmichael Manor. Really? Okay. Um, I haven't seen that yet. I want to. I really liked it. I was really skeptical going into it. I liked how Hell House LLC. I have not liked either of the sequels that came out um, since that movie. Um, yeah. So I wasn't expecting much from this one, but I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a really good job sort of telling a almost a side story in that world, but yet still tying it into the original. I, I really liked it. I thought they, they did a really good job with it. And I'll tell uh, uh, Ziggy, that that girl that you pissed off, she she's been telling me a lot to to check that out. So, well, Ziggy's uh, smart. Yeah, she yelled at you <laughs> <laughs> for no reason, might I add. All right. 
Oh, me, isn't it? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, my number three, and you guys aren't going to like this, but it is what it is, Infinity Pool. Okay. I like Infinity Pool. Yeah, but I'm sure you don't like it at three. I'm not mad that you have it there. Oh, okay, that's fair. I didn't even know you'd seen it. Yeah, honestly, I'm yeah. surprised it's on your list. Seen it. Uh, Taking that as a win. Yesterday. <laughs> seen it. I, Good movie. Because I... It, there's so many movies from this year I've been fucking out of the Hell House and all that and it's like now you just think you have time and now it's mm-hmm. the end of the year you know and we're into a new year it's like fuck yeah all right yeah. I need to get these in now uh my number three is Evil Dead Rise Ooh, okay right. damn uh hold on to that we'll be talking about it in a minute okay we sure will yeah uh my number three is um Eli Roth's Thanksgiving nice it is. Have you guys seen it? I still haven't no. seen it. Okay. Um. Here's what I'm going to tell you about it. it it's a pretty standard slasher movie. Uh, there are a lot of scenes that recall. Um. I still know what you did last summer. Oh. Um. But it is better than <laughs> I still know what you, or not. I still know what you did last summer. He said it. He said it. I <laughs> fucked up. There are a lot of scenes that recall. I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's a better movie than I know what you did last summer. It's it's just a lot of fun. Like there's not a lot to it. If you if you sit down and you look for plot holes and logic, you're going to be disappointed. If you turn your brain off and just enjoy a stu- silly fun slasher movie, you'll have a great time. Okay. Um, and that might be my best theater experience of 2023, honestly. Um, beating out the 4DX showing of The Exorcist Believer, <laughs> uh, just barely. Uh, although that one still remains the most memorable theater experience of 2023. <laughs> uh, my number two, and I, I, like I said, this is 1A and 1B. This is really fucking hard, and I'm not positive that this is the order that one and two would be for me from last year. It's Evil Dead Rice. Okay. Yeah, phenomenal film. Like Rob said, we'll talk about yeah. it again. Yeah. Speaking of things that I'm assuming we're going to be talking about again here shortly, uh, my number two spot goes to Infinity Pool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. I told you there was an upset. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about that one here in a minute. I'm just shocked. Like, Mikey had it at three. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that's Mikey. Of course it would be three. But Kat, you've been saying for a long time this was the best movie of 2023. And now there here was we an are. upset. Yeah. When I was uh when I was doing my research all throughout the week and definitely not right before the show, mm-hmm. um, I found a list of the the horror movies from this year. Um uh-huh. and there was one that I liked more than Infinity Pool, despite the fact it might have come out last year. So Yeah, I'm guessing it did because nothing from twenty twenty three is better than anyway. Uh number two <laughs> is uh Evil Dead Rise. Um, all right. Okay. This is the opposite of Last Voyage of the Demeter. This was a movie yes. that I was looking forward to seeing um, for a long time, because we've been hearing about this movie for a long time. Remember, it was supposed to be an HBO Max stream mm-hmm. yeah. uh, movie back when it was HBO Max. Good on them. Um, for, yeah. But boy, was it! did it live up to the hype. It was amazing. It um, exceeded the hype. Yeah. And we yeah. can talk about it now, right? Because you're yeah. the last person to mention it. Yeah. Um, fantastic movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it nailed the Evil Dead sort of vibe and feeling that yes. they missed so poorly in 2013. Yes. Eh. yes. You used to talk so good about that movie. What happened? It's it's not a... I've said this. It's not a bad movie. It's just not a good Evil Dead movie. 
This is a fine Evil Dead movie. But this was a good Evil Dead yes. movie. Oh, this is, yeah, this is much better. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, the, the kills in it were great. Everything was great. Everything. Yeah, was it's an amazing great. movie. It's a lot. It's really good. Yeah. Reimagining of a, of a, of storied franchise, too. So ballsy move for them to do, go about it how they did. Hold it off, though. Uh, my yeah. number one. Pulled it off. Yeah. My number one. <clears throat> and again, 1A, 1B. Talk to me. Rob, don't say it. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I'm the last one to bring it up. So, dude, this movie was fucking great. And it's from 2022, but okay. I just said don't say it. <laughs> and I wasn't going to say it, but then I kind of felt like I needed to. <laughs> anyway. And and that's the thing with the, where it's 1A and 1B for me. It's like, because you got something that's original here with Talk to Me. And then Evil yeah. Dead Rise, but they did something so like Evil Dead, you have to live up to the franchise and all that shit. So it's hard to really which one has it tougher. But man, they're both great movies. And Talk to Me was fucking phenomenal. Love that movie. Fantastic uh, movie. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my top movie of the year of this year of 2023 is Sarah <laughs> the Bone Woman. Okay. I don't know what that is. I haven't watched it. It's this Put foreign it on the movie. Slashies, so I would hope that you did. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll All try. Right. We got two weeks for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a 2022 movie, but okay. God damn it. Yeah. I, am, I knew that it might be, uh, but <laughs> I saw it on the list and liked it better than Infinity Pool. Uh, and we'll talk about infinity pool i i imagine uh the thing with who sarah that i really like is that it is it it, it toes the line of a lot of different subgenres of horror which i think is really cool mm-hmm. um it's like rosemary's baby but on speed like it's kind of body horror and it's kind of paranormal horror and it's just deeply upsetting in a very visceral way it's mm-hmm. also fantastic like lgbtq horror which we which need more doesn't of doesn't exist yeah that's basically non-existent uh so i was really impressed with this one on a lot of different levels uh it it really unnerved me i thought it was great uh (laughs) yeah okay well it upset me too because it should not be number one of your on your list well it was Um, (laughs) yeah very upsetting so number one the best movie clearly of 2023 is infinity pool i love this movie a lot it uh it explores a lot of i think interesting themes that are fun to, to think about and this idea of uh, being someone else, um, it, which is also uh, themes that were explored in Cronenberg's um, last film, Possessor, uh, which I also liked, but I didn't like nearly as much as Infinity Pool. Yeah, and the performances are great uh, in this movie, I think. Uh, and and it, just an interesting original concept and idea. So, so I, I Infinity Pool, in terms of movies that actually came out in 2023, I, I think it might be the best one. I do have one issue with it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well I, I guess two kind of small issues. One is that the premise is amazingly original, mm-hmm. but it doesn't commit to it. It's like a 95% commitment to that. I wish they had pushed it just like a little bit further. Uh, the other thing is that I cannot stand the main dude. Like, he is so, and 
it's one of those things where it's like you can kind of understand that he's not supposed to be like a likable character in it but man he i wanted to kick him in the balls i i've never yeah. had that reaction to a main character of a horror movie so strongly mm-hmm. uh so it was just and that's the thing with re-watching it also is that like i I know that's too much of that dude for me to like sit down with and it it does kind of impact my uh, enjoyment of the film even though it's so well made like it technically it's well made I love the concept it's it's so original and like you said the performances are incredible yeah I think the the thing about the main character that makes him hard to like is because he's he's sort of in order to follow the premise of the movie he doesn't really know who he is or or he's not yeah. comfortable with who he is in the world and so he comes off as like this uh i don't know kind of asshole guy he's, he's <laughs> um, kind of an and, asshole but he's not like a charismatic asshole yeah, he's like kind yeah. of a baby also. yeah he's kind of a fucking downer right like all yeah. but then he becomes more and more of an asshole as the movie goes on along with the premise because you know the whole idea is sort of what would people do you know what would you do if you knew you would there were no consequences, right? Yes. And uh, so everybody in the film becomes more and more of an asshole <laughs> as it goes, except for his wife, who who does not. Uh, but um, so yeah, I, I, I get that. But I've watched it a, a couple of times, and I, I it's just such a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's just it's a weird movie because there are things that I dislike about it. Hmm. But it's so technically brilliant that it's like I I ping pong with this one a little bit. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So we're moving on to worst. Yes. Yes. And we're <laughs> starting with like our best of the worst, right? And counting down to our worst of the yeah, worst. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. That okay. Was my plan. Just also, checking. Before we do worst, should we? Does anybody have any best oh. honorable mentions? Oh yeah. No. Uh, you okay. talked about my best honorable mentions, except uh-huh. for. When evil lurks, um, yes. I, it peters out at the end, but yeah. it had a really strong start. It did, uh, and I I really appreciate what it was trying to do. It did, and it's making a lot of best of lists, including getting a lot of number ones. People love that movie. We talked about it a little bit. I thought the exact yeah. same thing you did. Like at the beginning, I was in. Yeah. Uh, but then the longer the movie went on, the more it just sort of fell apart for me and didn't work anymore. It, it um, drags. It's it's yeah. kind of limping along by the end. Yeah, my uh, the two that I I wanted to mention um, were The Exorcist Believer, which okay. I watched again and really enjoyed. Um, I don't think it's a great movie, uh, but I don't understand all the hate that it's getting. Like I I just don't like. I think it's a good movie. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to mention was Renfield. Okay. Um, because that movie is just so much fun and watching Nicolas Cage play Dracula, it's everything I want in life. It would have been, it would have been my movie of the year if it had been all Nick Cage playing Dracula. Yes. yes. <laughs> had he been, had he been the focus of the movie is Dracula, it would have been a cre- incredible. And he, he gives such a great performance in that movie because it's like he's in a different movie than everybody else. Yes. Um, he's, he's just, it's Nicolas Cage at, uh, at, like the in top form and uh it's great it's a lot of fun it does have some downsides to it though like i still contend that the aquafina character was not needed at all really no um and and stuff like that but uh i really enjoyed renfield 
I, I do also have a quick disclaimer. I, I, not even a disclaimer. I'm proud of myself this year. Mm-hmm. I'm I proud did, of you too, Kat. Thank you. I did a thing this year where I'm not watching movies that I don't think I'll enjoy. Like, there were a lot of times I almost went to see something and then it's like, am I going to regret dragging myself out of the house for this movie? And if the answer was yes, I didn't do it. Uh, which I think is going to reflect... I I found five movies that I wanted to complain about for this list, don't get me wrong. But I, I don't... Like, if we had gone to 10, I'm not sure I, I would have been able to do it, right? Like, I... Yeah. I didn't see a lot of the... Uh, but there are going to be some things on here... Uh, and I won't list them because I have a feeling that like they may very well show up on both of your guys' list. But there are some like really big ones that I can't put on my list because I didn't watch them. Okay. Alright. As I mentioned before, the five and four spot here are five A <laughs> and five B. And okay. I'm going to give five B to Socks. Mm. And let me explain why. No, it's, <laughs> I'm not, just it's mad. not good. You don't have to explain it, that. It's not good, and I don't like the direction they took. When a when a franchise puts out, especially now where it's like you know legacy characters come back and things like that, yeah, it, it it puts a certain standard on it. And I just don't. I I was looking forward to this movie, man, and it just did not do it for me. So there it is, number five. Hmm. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, my number five. Wait, it's you, Cat, right? That's yeah. the order we were doing this in. Go ahead. Uh, my number five is Sick. Okay. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't hate Sick. I thought it was fine, I, I guess. I think like, this would have been not on my bottom five if I had watched more of like the really big, terrible movies of the year. But I didn't. And uh, I, I just I didn't like Sick. So it made the bottom five. All right. Fair enough. Um, it wasn't like it, it was hyped as sort of like this great return to a great slasher movie written by Kevin Williamson. It's not that. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, but it, I thought it was it was fine. Um, my number five is Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, this movie um, it is stupid. Oh. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. <laughs> okay. Again. <laughs> my number four or five A. Is Scream Six the same as Socks? There's a standard here, and I'm gonna hold you accountable to that more than a movie that you know isn't carrying the legacy of a franchise. Okay, and it just didn't do it. They didn't accomplish nothing, and there it is on there. Fucking number four, Scream Six. Okay, uh, that's I. That's fair. I was uh, Scream Six is a weird one because it's like as a movie, I don't think it's as bad. As mm-hmm. some of the movies that I saw this year. Um, but it was one of the biggest disappointments of right. the year. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I'm definitely not mad to see it in the bottom five. Yeah. No. It hurts I mean, me it, to do. It does. It, to me, is... The thing about... The reason it didn't end up in my bottom five is... I don't I don't like Scream 6. But it's... Like, I don't find it unwatchable. It pisses you know what me I mean? off. Like, it's your most watched so, movie of the year. It is. I've watched it more. Yeah, we talked about that. I went through my letterbox. That's why you're getting a drink, Mikey. Oh. Just because I was curious. And and Scream 6, turns out, is the movie I've watched the most this year. Because we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it, it was <laughs> like, I think 
One of the times I watched, well, I obviously saw it in the theater, and then I watched it, I think as part of like a watch party or something with some people online, and then I rewatched it again not that long ago just to see if it was as bad as I remembered it. I still don't like it, but I don't find it unwatchable, obviously. I watched it three times this year. <laughs> yeah, it just, it. I'm still banging my head against the wall. So yeah. if it's if a movie's going to make me do that, goddammit, it's got to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my number four is Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. Um, okay. I, I did not like this movie. I, I don't like Scott Cawthon's writing. I, I think he's very good at Easter eggs. I, I think he's fun at like, uh, he, he has talent for leaving a trail of breadcrumbs for the audience to find but he's a very convoluted storyteller and i don't think that was ever more apparent than it was in the family drama that where the man sleeps during his haunted pizzeria shifts <laughs> like i just it was a lot uh I, and the animatronics for the most part did look good i yeah. guess uh, there were a couple shots there were a couple shots that i was less than pleased with but overall i you know they did fine. I was not a fan of the things that they were doing uh, or, or the story surrounding it, but, mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. It's a bad movie is what it is. Um, yeah. It's not a bad movie. It's, it's a bad well, movie. I already, we said this before it even came out. I said, this is not going to be as good as Willy's Wonderland. You watch, and it's not. Well, it's, it wanted it's to be not, Willy's Wonderland, though, because it included that cleaning montage. <laughs> but it's not. But that's what you guys were. It's not Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland is what Five Nights at Freddy's would be without any depth. Willy's Wonderland made a killer yeah, animatronic is, movie. That's not what Five Nights at Freddy's was. This is. is a garbage movie, Mikey. It's a bad film. There's a scene that where we're led to believe that the bad guy <laughs> recognizes the good guy because he sees his name, he, he reads his last name, and it clicks with him that that's who it is. The guy's name is Mike Schmidt. It's not like it's some <laughs> obscure random, like, I know a guy named Mike Schmidt. They're not that uncommon. Uh, I, I thought they, they told the, they told a Five Nights at Freddy's story, man. It's a, it's, a, it, it's a bad job at telling a Five Nights at Freddy's story because I didn't get it. Right? How do you know? You don't, and that's the thing. Too, that's the that's how I know because I didn't get it. Their job is to tell a is to tell a story for everyone, not just for people who've played those fucking games. And also, as someone that did play all of those fucking games, they did not tell a FNAF story. They moved a lot of stuff around and fucked up a lot of stuff. And uh, I, in their attempt to make it more appealing to wider audiences, they also kind of fucked over the fans. Well, see, yeah, that's I'm not, not fair. Because now you're I, pulling at both ends. And I'm not doing homework to understand your fucking movie. It's just and not going to happen. You have got to t be able to make a movie that people who have not played the games and don't know the lore are understand or and or invested in. They did not do that. Well, like Katja said, then because now you're both you this is the problem they have you have cat who knows the lore and rob who doesn't and you both and have opposite complaints exactly but that's the thing is that they could have i in their attempt to appeal to both of us they ended up appealing to neither one it's a hard like, battle and when me it's and a rob hard battle I, I it's a job that i would not have wanted um 
but that doesn't mean that they did it well. <laughs> like, it means I was right not to want that job. I might be changing my rankings. This is the worst movie of the year. God damn. <laughs> and when me and Rob watched it during uh, Allie's movie night, we had, I don't remember, like four or five people who were Five Nights at Freddy's fans saying they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Well, they're yeah. wrong. <laughs> I, they knew a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's shit. I, I don't know. You know, like, I wasn't a fan of the, the games at, at all, really. Even so, taking that out, the way characters were written was dumb. And even just, like, from a, right, from, like, a structural standpoint, you can't have us be afraid of animatronics if they are so much of a non-threat that you can take sleeping pills during your shift. You shouldn't have that much of the story be in dream sequences. You, you should not have the ghosts... Uh, infiltrating dreams and communicating with children in so many different modes. It got very convoluted very quickly. The entire plot ran purely on coincidences. There there were a bunch of just like insane convenience factors in the movie that really took me out of it. And, 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 and they had, they struck this really weird chord with the animatronics because they didn't trust the audience. The whole thing of the games is that the animatronics can be scary. They can be brutal and terrifying and trying to kill us. And we sympathize with them because we know that they're dead children stuffed inside the suits. Like both of those things can be true. We can have empathy and be afraid. The movie manages to undo both of those things because they didn't know where to find that balance. There's this dynamic in there where it's like look they're only killing bad guys they're killing the guys that are trying to harm the pizzeria they're killing the guys that did this to them they're vigilantes while also having them strap people down into fucking knockoff saw traps like <laughs> it's uh, let's build a fort i was let's gonna say they built this a guy's fort. face like i it's a weird balance that they decided to strike and it was really it it undid a lot of what made the franchise good my two complaints about that movie were too many dream sequences of the same shit that yeah. I couldn't do without. And, you know, it was aimed at, at a younger audience, which, you know, obviously is not for me, you know, but I, I, I give them credit, man. Cause it, it's, it's hard. It was a very hard line in so many different ways. It was a hard line. And, it was a challenge you know, that they proved was. not to be up to like, I, and again, I sympathize with them because it was a hard thing that they had to do, but they didn't do it. So I, I you know, yep, not I, good. Hey man, they made a lot of money. They did something right, you know. And then I think they, well, I don't, I don't know if they announced <laughs> the on. other one yet. I think there was rumors or something. My hope is that I lost a good amount of hope because it's now it's clear the line they're going towards that younger audience. So like these movies just aren't going to be for me. No matter what, mm. unless they change that, which they, you know, they can't and won't. But I mean, I just I hope they just evolve into a story that we can now follow. People who haven't played the game can follow because like if I didn't have people to tell me a lot of things and I told them, I'm like, I'm sure there's a ton of Easter egg shit that I missed. And there was because, you know, like I didn't fucking know. So I would hope that they can keep making them because the, the, what they were able to do with those animatronics were really cool like i'm a sucker for that stuff also just the kind of easter eggs that i would have wanted as a fan would have been like the confirmation that mike was william afton's son and not the game theorists guy showing up to rant about lunch come on <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck i was so confused by that until <laughs> until i found out that that was like some youtube guy 
who was big into the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's gameplay or whatever. That's I had no idea who the fuck that guy was. That's the thing. It's I like didn't know why Easter he was going egg. on about fucking lunch. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Subtle Easter eggs. I knew who he was right off the bat. I saw him show up and it's like, oh, great. <laughs> um, And then I... But Easter eggs should be like subtle nods to like stuff from the game. You right. shouldn't have to like detour out of your way to make like a lunch conspiracy theorist <laughs> to get your fucking one liner in there. You know, is that like, like his and, thing? Does he have conspiracy yeah, theories thing. about lunch? His, he has conspiracy. He's uh, the game theorist. He did a bunch of like FNAF things where it was like, but that's just a theory. Um, and that that whole lunch thing was added just so he could say that huh. it's like oh god but i'll say this 15 year olds probably lost their fucking mind i i have no doubt that they did you know yeah and, and, and look, that's the that, thing that's fine but that doesn't mean i have to like this movie i'm i'm not a 15 year old i'm 47 and i give a fuck about the lunch guy i agree i i didn't even know i had no fucking idea i don't know who it was you know but <laughs> it's just not a movie for us is the thing but i i enjoyed watching it yeah so it is what, right. what are we well i i did not uh my about. number four oh. uh worst movie of 2023 and this this actually does sadden me to say honestly but i have to be honest right okay my number four worst movie of 2023 is amityville death toilet oh, oh no thank god yeah it's very it's sad that it is at number four it um it it has one huge plus and that's that it shows me something that i've never seen before which is a toilet with a gun yeah. Uh, and I will stand by that being incredible. But what they had here was a short film that seems like the script uh, would have been about 15 minutes long. And so they stretched it out into a 90 minute movie or whatever the runtime is. Um, I keep telling them they just have to commit to giving us short films. I'll still yeah. watch them. I'll be happy. Yeah. Oh, cat, it's so bad. They extend so many scenes and it's so obvious that that's what they're doing. Um, that I just... He couldn't. He could not save a movie that had a gun with a toilet. That's God insane. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number three is Skinamarink. I <laughs> okay. I don't. Greg's hate coming it. for you. I have what else is new? I I don't like. I know it's number three, the worst of the year, but you know, like it just it was too out there. Like I I don't hate it, and and this might not be the greatest example of my feelings of it. But dude, like I, I can't not put it on here. Like it was, I thought it was interesting, but that I didn't think it was good. Like I, that's not a style for me. I don't like yeah. Ring. I'm hoping that that is not going to become a trend in movies. But there have been a few of them that people have been really high on lately. There've yeah. been a couple, yeah. Uh, and I hate them all. Like Outwaters is terrible. I didn't Did you watch like that. Outwaters more or less than Skinamarink. I liked it more than Skinamarink. At least there was a story or something going on there, but all it right. still sucks. And there's another one called Innis Men or something. I haven't watched yeah. it though. Uh, somebody, I was listening to somebody and they said it was, it reminded them of Skinnamarink or whatever. And I was went, I'm not, no, I can't. Again. <laughs> okay. uh, my number three is speaking of uh, bad adaptations, I'll try not to go off like I did with FNAF, uh, but Knock at the Cabin. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Rough. Yeah. I, I, I get. <laughs> I get it. Like I didn't hate Knock at the Cabin as much as a lot of people seem to. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I get it. I felt like a lot of people didn't hate that one as much as it should. It's one of those things where it was like, let's take this very subtle piece of psychological horror and beat you to death with it. This is what happens. Yeah. 
they also they also chickened out at the end. We will be happy at the end of this horror film. Yeah. <laughs> so help us God. Yeah, uh, not not for me. Yeah, I get that. I I didn't like I said I didn't hate it as much as a lot of people did, but um I I, I get why. That's one of the books that you convinced me to read that book, Cat. Yeah, and then you were mad at me because it was sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then I was very upset about it being sad. But then when I went to watch the movie and it wasn't sad, I was like, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they they really chicken out on that one. Yeah. All right, my number three is Snowfalls. What is Snowfalls, Rob? Snowfalls <laughs> is a movie about a group of friends who go to a remote cabin in uh, the woods, and then they get trapped there. There's like a blizzard that comes through. And um, all sorts of weird shit starts happening and they start dying and stuff and they can't figure out how to escape. And it's really stupid because they could easily escape at any point and they don't. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's real dumb. Okay. Yeah, it's real bad. I hated it. All right. I'm having trouble remembering a lot of the details about it because I saw it a long time ago or early in the year. Uh, But I remember it being really, really stupid and bad. And I kept thinking, you know, you could escape if you just do this, but they never Uh do this. Okay. So they all just stay and die, which is really fu- fucking dumb. That's fair. All right. My number two, Slaughterhouse. The movie was fucking <laughs> stupid. You I hate like fun. That movie like was it. a good time, Mikey. No, and it was terrible. He hates uh, fun. Did not enjoy whatsoever. Cannot recommend Slaughterhouse. It was so fucking stupid. I, I liked it a lot. Did you? Come on. The sloth drove a car. It was stupid. That's said awesome. It, I said it was stupid. Yeah, no, I've never I seen that, that before. Okay. My number two is Mithrigan. Oh wow, that's fair. I did not hate Mithrigan that much. I I really did. My viewing of Mithrigan was um, tainted by a gentleman who appeared to be having a heart attack in front of me, um, <laughs> because I have the worst luck in the world. But I didn't think the movie was that bad. Like I, it, it's you know not the thing. With Mithrigan, because it was kind of hard to rank. I knew it was in my bottom five. I, I wasn't quite sure where to put it. The thing with it is that it kind of had my hopes up at the beginning. Uh, and it just like it felt so long and it petered out. And I, in trying to do too many things, it ended up achieving none of those things. And mm-hmm. I, and then I felt kind of embarrassed for having thought it was going to be better than it was. And I don't know. And then I also immediately followed it up. Like I left that theater room and went down the hall and watched infinity pool so you know that'll do it yeah that, that'll do it it does have though <laughs> what kept it i think out of my bottom five is allison williams and her crazy eyes were there she does have really crazy eyes she does she does possibly slashy winning crazy eyes we'll see mm. <laughs> we'll find out uh my number uh what are we at two two yeah yeah my number two is cocaine shark oh Rob. um a movie that features neither no. cocaine nor a shark, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, that should have been movie, That's fair. The movie is... Um, I I had such high hopes for a movie called Cocaine Shark, you know? Yeah. Uh, it seems like a can't-miss premise, and boy, did they miss in a big way with this one. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's not really cocaine or sharks, so I can't really, uh, I can't really get behind Cocaine Shark. <laughs> Hell of a deal. Had they given me cocaine and a shark... Possibly movie of the year, but they did not. All right. My number one worst movie of 2023 is a movie I haven't even seen yet, but I'm positive. It hold on. Hold on. Hold on. God damn it. Mikey, I did it. no. I did no. It. 
No. What? You don't even know what it is yet. I do know what it is, and I'm pissed. What do you think it is? It's Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, oh, and no, I'm it's pissed. Not. It's not. Oh, okay. No, it's not. All right. Well, Although, had I, pissed, I bet. had I seen that, it would probably be on this list just for the right. The only reason it's not on this list, I'm sure, is because I haven't seen it. It's okay, the Nun 2. Watch the one that you've seen. Oh, okay. There well. you did. Now you understand. There's no way it's <laughs> good. Understand. It has to suck. It, fuck this movie. I, I won't watch it, but it's. If they make an anytime they make a nun movie, it's the worst fucking movie of the year. I don't give a I'm shit. still kind of irritated you didn't watch your number one worst movie. Yeah, of the year. why would I? Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, by the way, would have been in my top 10 had we done 10. Mine also. Yeah. <laughs> it was nine, actually. It wasn't even like the 10th one. Yeah. It was eight. <laughs> God damn it. Amazing. But Rob, you've uh, seen the nun too. It deserves, it's not a bad spot for it, right? No, nah, it's not a bad spot for See, it. I was right. Yeah. Well, I, well hang on. It, I'm not mad that it's that you were right about that. I believe that if I had watched The Nun 2, <laughs> it would have been my number one. But here's the thing. I didn't watch it. I can't be mad about that. It's it's like voting in the slashies. You don't have your bitch card yet because you didn't yeah. watch The Nun uh, yeah. 2. I watched Although the first I'm... one. That's an unlimited bitch <laughs> card. All right. I would like <laughs> to say that Mikey definitely has a bitch card. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I come with a bitch car too. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's embedded. All right, All right. What is your number one? My number one worst movie of the year, which I did watch and have a right to bitch about, is 2023's Children of the Corn. Oh, uh, there was what? a yeah. Children of the Corn movie this year. <laughs> there that's was another a one. Children that... of the Corn movie this year. Holy shit! I haven't seen it, but that's another one I very easily would have slipped into the spot too. This oh oh this one was almost so bad it was good like it walked that line a couple times because there were these edits that i laughed out loud they were so bad and mm-hmm. i still am angry enough about the film overall that it made my number one worst movie of the year i feel like when i was re-watching insidious you were watching this yes yeah. i was trying to get yeah. you to watch children of the corn instead of watching insidious yeah um, and then you would know what I was talking about when I tell you it was right. the worst movie of this year. <laughs> All right. Well, my uh, my number one worst movie of 2023, I have also seen. And Mikey stole my thunder. It's The Nun 2. See? <laughs> there yeah. it is. Uh, this movie is garbage. <laughs> there it is. Um, uh, there were a bad. lot of people that I heard say it's better than The Nun. Uh, and those people are right. But that doesn't mean the nun That's too is good. Bar. It just means yeah. the nun is really fucking bad. Um, it's it's terrible. It's exactly what you think it is. It's exactly what Mikey yep. thinks it is. He yep. doesn't have to see it. It's yep. fucking awful. They're correct, 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 correct. Across the board. I couldn't believe it when you said the nun too. I was like, you son of a bitch, you stole my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even see it. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really bad movie. I would go into a lot of detail about it, but it's so bad that I have kind of stricken it from my memory, to be honest with you. I don't remember that much about it. Um, it, Because it's not memorable in any way, it's just another Conjuring Universe movie full of bad jump scares that aren't even that effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I will say, I did have a fun time in the theater because there there was a group of like, uh, well, a pair of uh, old ladies Looked like they were probably in their, you know, mid sixties. A couple of rows in front of me, and they were scared shitless every time a jump scare happened. They would <laughs> jump out of their seats, terrified. So I did enjoy watching them watch the movie. That's funny. All right, yeah, good. Li- See, there you go, Rob. Look at us. 
Yep, look at this. Coming hand. together at the end. Hell of a deal. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck. Do I got to hit my goddamn button? Hit the button. Fuck me sideways. <laughs> Did you know Tony Danza? What? Go back to Curtis Bitch and old folk and you fade in the ass. You said no more Danza. I know. I was joking. There's, there's no Danza. Fucking PTSD, man. Got me punched. <laughs> this is the Gobagoli Mystery Corner where our listeners, unfortunately, anonymously send in Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian. New listeners don't look in for a horror tie in here. It is. What oh, it is. actually, there is to kick off 2024. Uh, oh, great. I've, I, this one does have a horror tie in. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> the we described the memes on on the show the the memes themselves go up on patreon oh what the hell when a horror movie when a horror movie hits just the right capiche okay uh it's art the clown staring at when was what what oh they cut out okay i see that was the scene from terrifier one right I think. Yes, I believe when so. She's in, he's in the car with the friend and yeah. And they cut out what is that who the fuck is that? I I, I don't is that that's not Bruce you Campbell, is it? You tell us, Mikey. You are the I don't know <laughs> who the fuck it is. Here. It looks like Bruce he's making a weird face, which is why it's like off <laughs> and edited in, obviously. I don't know if that's Bruce Campbell. I don't think that's Bruce Campbell. Kind of looks like Bruce Campbell. Some dude giving a capiche hand. This is fucking ridiculous. I, just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, leave no. the capiche alone. This one has a horror tie-in, though. You were just, you were literally just complaining about that. <sighs> I wasn't. That was I'm just saying. One. Usually, there's not. Okay, Art the Clowns <laughs> in this one, and maybe Bruce Campbell. And I can't tell. And it's about horror movies. No, it's about a capiche hand. Is what it's about. It just as Art no, the Clowns. It's about terrible fire. <laughs> nah, it's not good. That's that one's not even good. No, I'm not giving you that one. Terrible fire. No, I'm not giving any credit for this one. Uh, no update. Right. The Italian fl- pasta flashlight situation yet. I, last update, the Oompa Loompas were working on data mining. Someone broke in to the Oompa Loompa lair. There are rumors that it was Bobby, and he was chasing him around, and shit got broken so we're rebuilding the computer situation in the lair a little bit it set back the data mining we're still working diligently on figuring out who sent in that atrocity of a meme so just enough um all right so we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back with the strangers iconic movie iconic i'll fuck you up right now <laughs> god damn it <laughs> we will fight <laughs> The Strangers, 2008. When we decided to push the slashies back, um, it, this has been coming up. Even in Greg's live that we were in tonight, Rob, he was... Uh, mm-hmm. I, when my, my chats weren't fucking going through again in there. And uh, I was kind of just listening and seeing what you were saying to him. And he asked what we were doing this week, and you said it was a Mikey pick, and he was like, oh, I hope it's The Strangers, because Rob hates it, and Mikey loves it. Yep. Sure as shit, it was The Strangers. Uh, so here we are today, 2008. My opening thoughts on this is it is a fucking phenomenal film. This is uh, an example of when, because it's not, you know, it's not like a a terror fire or evil dead or, you know, something outlandish, you know, Friday the 13th. 
It's a very simple movie, but it's a great example of when you do the little things right, they add up to a great outcome. And that is the best way to, to describe this movie is the simplicity and realism that they were able to hit. And dude, honestly, I, I, I got scared. Like there was a, there was a spot that actually scared me. I've seen this movie probably a dozen times, okay. if not more. And I You're got scared. Baby by child. All right. Dude, it scared the shit out. I'm not gonna lie. It was, a, it was a jump scare moment, but God, it fucking got me. And it's yeah. because they get you in the involved in the scenes and, and everything else in the situations. That's my opening thoughts. What about you guys? Well, I would argue the opposite. Um, so I think that this movie's fine. Um, <sighs> I, I don't hate it like people think I do. I just don't think it's great. Uh, and part of the reason I don't think it's great is because I don't think they do the little things right, and it keeps taking what? me out of the movie. Okay. Miss Valor, what about you? So, the thing about The Strangers, I and I think my score is going to reflect this, that I have an appreciation for it i think it was what the horror genre needed at the time when it came out um i think that for me it does not hold up real well to rewatches i also think maybe it has not aged the best and not even because it itself has aged poorly but just because it it was very refreshing in the year that it came out in in terms of like what kinds of horror movies we were and we're not getting. And we've seen other things, you know, kind of return to this kind of suspense since then we have more options. It's no longer like the end all be all of this kind of film. And I think rewatching it has kind of cemented in that fact. That being said, there was a time where I did like this movie more. I, I think it was, they employed a lot of techniques that were very effective on a first watch. Uh, and, and I appreciate what it did in the time that it did it. God damn the both of you, man. I- <laughs> the other thing that I want to say, because I'm an instigator, I am in between. There's a point one difference uh, in between the two scores that I'm considering. I've already reflected I reflected on the Portnoy sheet. Um, I feel like it's not as good as the mo- as like the higher end of the movies, but I feel like it's better than the lower end of the movies. So I'm going to let you two debate to see which side of this I fall on. <laughs> well, uh, listen, and I'm looking forward to see who wins. Can we settle the big debate that is brought up in this movie first? Sure. What? The rose petals go in after the tub is filled, right? Yes. Because otherwise they get like sticky right. and nasty and right. it's they're gross. not gonna just float to the top. Nope. Yeah, they're gonna stay on the bottom of the tub, they're gonna stick to the bottom of the tub, it's gonna be a fucking mess. Why'd that idiot put those puddles in there? He's an idiot. Uh <laughs> that's fair. I never thought of that, honestly. I I can I'm not <laughs> Rob mad at had him. a lot of extra time to think. <laughs> yeah, I was doing a lot of thinking about those rose petals. I'm not mad at him because like he was, you know, clearly trying to show but yeah, he probably should have waited till it was, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, a for I effort, also, right? No, no A no. for effort. B minus for effort. Here's How many the times thing. has someone put rosebuds in your tub, cat? Ever. Uh, more effectively and often than you would think, based off <laughs> well, of the strangers. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, and we'll talk, the beginning of this movie hits a little bit too close to home for me. 
Um, I, I empathize very much because if you're a woman that doesn't want to get married, you, you get crazy reactions from dudes. Um, they do not know how to handle that. Like men are expected to be afraid of commitment, but mm-hmm. like if women are afraid of commitment, it's our problem. And dudes are just like, no, it's over. I've got to drive back home after the wedding myself. Mike has to come pick me up. They're little babies, I guess. Okay, Kat. Kat, I, I've heard this criticism of this character in the movie before, and I call okay. bullshit on that. Really? When okay. you're rejected, it hurts. And it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. Rejection hurts. No, rejection hurts. I understand. But it's not like she rejects him. It's not like she's trying to break up. She's very clearly trying to talk to him. She That's wants to fair. bang him still. Like, she's touching him. And, mm-hmm. like, I'm just not ready now. And mm-hmm. you know, she puts the fucking ring on. She's, uh, no, he's a Well, baby. yeah, she puts the ring on when she <laughs> knows she's going to fucking die a little too late, bitch. Well, I, I'll say, let me get my, that's my biggest criticism criticism right. of this movie, and I'll get it out of the way. The stakes, they were acting like somebody died, you know, yeah. when they showed up at this house. And, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, it, like yeah, getting rejected, sure, that sucks. But, dude, like Kat said, he, he, she didn't break up with him. She didn't say, oh, you want to do that? Well, fuck you, goodbye. She literally I, just said, I'm not ready. Um, I'm and not saying is- that he should not have tried to talk to her and be a little more communicative with her about it because it wasn't the end of the world. It wasn't. But I also think that he gets a little bit too much slack for being like upset. I, I, here's the thing is that I've I've been on her side of this conversation. I have never been as nice as her. Um, I, and I <laughs> she she handled this so well um and it's it's a very uncomfortable scene for me to watch because the thing is is i can complain about this dude all day and all night this is how dudes react to situations like this Uh, not all dudes i sat there and said it was ridiculous that it was the way they were acting a lot of dudes they should have been coming (laughs) back from a funeral that's the way they were reacting like they they should not have gone back to that house with her I can see that. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. like, and as especially, her, I would not have gone to that house with him. And that's but, okay. The the main criticism that I have isn't because I I do think even though I don't like watching it, even though it's a very uncomfortable watch for me, I think they nailed the feeling of that kind of like it feels like the stakes are a lot higher than they mm-hmm. are when you're with when you're like trying to have a rational conversation with the dude and he's just like being butthurt about stuff um like i i get it i i understand what they were going for i think to a certain extent they got it but i don't understand be i i don't understand why they were there is like the biggest pothole in this movie for me because and i understand it's like they're at a wedding away like Mm -hmm. it's a drive they already have it rented out but why did he propose to her? Like, why did he show her the ring before they got in the car? Because it's like that, that would have fixed the movie it, for me in a lot of ways, because it's like you could not compel me once I had been rejected. Like if I were the guy in this situation and I proposed to a woman and she's like, no, I would not get her. I, I would not put her in the car and drive her from a wedding where people are like being ushered and taking taken home and stuff to my family home mm-hmm. to then go on a road trip with her. Like they were going on a road trip the next day. Yeah, I, I also think I it's didn't insane understand all that. to propose to a woman 
at the beginning of a trip together? Like what, yeah. because what if she does say no? I, and why would you prepare all of the stuff at the cabin just to like, that's shoot why, off early in the car. That's I, why I would not have taken her back to that house because I had prepared all that stuff. And that's just fucking embarrassing. So, yeah. so I would have been like, Oh no, that we didn't get that house. Uh, we can't stay there. It's, it's closed. It's being fumigated. There we got to stay fire. at the motel six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the red roof Inn down the street. That's where we're staying. <laughs> I agree like with the Rob. order of this film is just absurd yeah. to me. But also, I know. I mean, maybe guys do that. I don't know. I can see that. Um, I would never in a million years propose to a woman if I wasn't a hundred percent certain she was saying yes. I, okay, and this is kind of it's what I was saying also about which I should have been saying about the tactics and in, in like jump scares and stuff. But this is also a little bit what I was saying about like, I don't think this has aged well, because I think uh, especially like millennials just have such a different like it's a less romanticized view of marriage where it's more of like a we need this tax break to survive kind of a situation mm -hmm. that you talk about very plainly something like taxes and you know like living arrangements and it it's more of a practicality like so much of the romance is gone i think that someone like even like five or six years younger than me would watch this and not like fully understand the context of how this proposal has gone so drastically wrong yeah. <laughs> like I, I remember watching it when it came out and not thinking anything of it but it's like watching it back today it's like this is not right. <laughs> well, I don't know about young people being cold hearted, not having any feelings or anything. I don't know anything about that. What I do know <laughs> is that I know I would, you know, when someone's going to say yes and when they're not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just know. And if you're not a hundred percent certain, I'm not doing it. You know, maybe there are some dudes who, you know, are like 80% sure and they shoot their shot, but they're fucking braver than I am. I'm not doing that. Well, I mean, I could see him setting it up because, like you said, if you're going to do that, I'd imagine he thought he was sure. You know, like I wouldn't propose to somebody unless I thought I was sure they would say, yeah. So, but no, you don't take her back there. You're right about that. No, no, you, you don't do that. Once she says no, you don't go, you don't go there. And but, her no. too, like, I, so I've been to weddings. There are drunk people, there are cabs coming in, there are, Ubers, not Ubers, because that didn't exist. And that, right. that's a newer thing. But like there are ride services. There's carpooling. A bunch of people get drunk and don't know how to get home. Like it is there is not a venue in the world that it is easier to get a ride home from than a wedding. Mm -hmm. This was insane to me. <laughs> like because I, if I were her, I wouldn't get in the car. Right. Like, I, because they go. To the house, and the first thing he does is call his buddy, and he's like, "You got to pick me up in the morning. Give me a but ride." The buddy I'm was her the at car. the wedding. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. They were all just there. Why didn't it just happen there? It doesn't make any sense. No. Well, I mean, I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not mad about that. I mean, you know, the, it's the a dude, little. That's a little thing. But again, that's what I'm saying. It's these little things that that took me out of the movie because the overall now, concept and everything is great. It now, just, if they had. Like, gotten if if this had been one of those like he kills her kind of a situation mm -hmm. this is a perfect setup for it because if i were him i might have snapped uh if i were her i might have snapped but uh, the whole like stranger thing like this was just such a weird timeline to set up the it 
can happen to anyone dynamic. Like, I don't know how it's yeah. a weird timeline, though. Have you guys ever been to a wedding out of state? Everyone gets hotels in all different fucking places. Dude probably hmm. went back to the hotel. They had his family's cabin or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's, it's yeah, a but wedding. They were, he went with a plus uh, nah, one. It, I mean, come on. Nah, I, I think it's odd. I, I There's no way I would have taken that girl back to that house. Oh, I wouldn't have did that either. But I mean, I, I would have definitely sprung for the money and said, okay, we're getting a hotel. Yeah, sure. Right. But I mean, it, it, they're there. They, they, or, you have to get them to a play. Are we really going to be in a, sp- in a spot where we're contemplating this, how people get in situations in horror movies? No, 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 no. But this, is, I, this was my biggest complaint with the movie. I want to get it out of the way. I think it's very dumb. I think it's a shaky way to set this up. And it it did bother me that they make it such a point, like in to the extent of like the flashbacks and everything. It felt very hammy. I did not like it. I am willing to let it go for the rest of this. All right. One other thing that that I really hated that sort of leads to the setup of this movie. It's 4 a.m. I've been to a wedding, probably been drinking, proposed and got rejected, and then things start taking a turn for the better. Look like I'm going to get a little boom, boom going on. And somebody knocks on the door. I'm not answering that fucking door. Are you out of your mind, bro? What do you mean? I don't give a fuck. I ain't answering that door. Oh, I'm at, there's someone knocking. And that, that's one of the things that I love about this movie, dude. If someone knocks on your door at 4am, you don't think that's weird, dude. I don't I, I think the it's door. weird. I'm less inclined to answer yeah. the oh, door. To Let me tell you this, Mikey. That fucking door. Somebody knocks on your door at four o'clock in the morning. Whatever's outside ain't good. Right. That's you gotta get. You gotta fix. There's right. no good news there for you, sir. He should have. He should have grabbed that gun when the when someone knocked on the door. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. But, he got to that gun real fucking late in this movie. He did. But, dude, yeah, someone knocks at your door at 4 a.m. I mean, you better fucking know what the hell's out there and what's going not on. The, not when I'm getting busy, I ain't. I was going to say, I, I think that scene kind of explains why she wasn't ready to marry him. <laughs> if I were trying to fuck a dude and someone yeah. knocks at the door at 4 a.m. and he's like, I better see who's at the yeah. door. I'd be like, I don't no. know if I'm ready to commit to you for life. Yeah. No, there's nothing good out there mikey it's either somebody who's trying to kill you which is the case right. here or it's the police to tell you somebody's dead or something uh-uh 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 i'll find out all that shit in the morning i'm having sex right now in the morning guess what they died in the fucking morning dude whoever's out there they're but gonna- what if they didn't answer the door they would have gotten clearly we don't know we don't know that they would have done anything that's another question that i have which isn't a problem with this movie by the way if they had come home from the wedding instead of taking a bath and doing all that talking and all that bullshit that they did and just been like, I'm exhausted and went straight to sleep. If they're asleep, does this happen? That's always the impression. Yes. That's like always the question that uh, I have. I is, don't think so. If they're asleep, I don't think so either. Not. It's one of those things where it's like you could make a case for it happening anyway because there's still the car and stuff. But just the way that it's delivered at because the whole like at the end where it's like because you were in it strongly left the impression with me that the knocking at the door was a test that mm-hmm. they have failed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if they were in bed asleep, I, this just doesn't happen. Right. That, I don't think asleep, it does either yes. because they don't want to. I don't even think for the, the strangers, the killing is really what they want because they could have killed them way before they did. They yeah. like toying with people. They like fucking around yes. with people. 
if they're asleep, they can't do that. If there's no fun for them to be had. And yeah. that so they gives- go to the next house. Yes, if they're asleep. So if they have sex, instead of answering the door, they might survive. Well, if they're fucking, see, that's the thing. If they're asleep, yeah, this probably doesn't happen. Or or they wake them up. You know, I you don't know. That's the thing. If they're, if they were just fucking and ignored it, they, it will get to a point where they won't be able to ignore it. That's why you answer that door. Whoever's out there with these intentions, especially hindsight, of course, but dude, they're gonna get if they want in they're gonna get in as you've seen like there's nothing but glass around this fucking house you're not stopping anybody or thing from getting in there if they want to but if you stop having sex to go answer that door you are a hundred percent not having sex that night as we saw because they didn't get attacked right away they thought it was somebody who had the wrong house and she left and Liv tyler's already getting dressed and she's asking him to go to the store get cigarettes or whatever the fuck i mean that's over Look, I love Pum Pum as much as the next guy. Believe me. But if I'm faced with dying, I can always have sex another time if I don't die. If I die, he I'm didn't definitely know. never. He didn't know he was going to die. He didn't know Dude, what the fuck was on the other side of the door. Someone someone knocks on your damn door at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's a chance. That's what I think. If I'm in the middle of the woods, in the middle of fucking nowhere, and someone knocks on my goddamn door, the first thought is, I might fucking die right now. What the fuck is the... If I'm someone not knocks, answering that door for a some, goddamn thing. We talked about this recently, Rob. If someone knocks on your door at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you're like, what the fuck is going on? 4 in the morning, dude? That's not good. You need to address that. No. That's no. not good. I don't need to address that. Exactly. <laughs> kind of Until they're like, inside. I, yeah, you, you're going to have to address it eventually. Here's the thing is like, I completely agree because even if it's the middle of the day and someone knocks on my door, there's that part of my brain. That's like, I could die. I could die answering this door. Like, but I, and four, four o'clock in the morning, I definitely think I'm going to die, but I I would rather get laid than deal with that. A hundred percent. I would find an excuse not to open the door, even if I didn't have one. And if I'm mid excuse in that moment, nothing is getting me to that door. Right. Even (laughs) so, even if they do come into the house and kill me eventually, I, at least I just got laid. Yeah. But you're never going to get laid again. You're going to trade in all the times. They're not going to anyway. They're fucking didn't get laid and died in the movie because he answered the door. We know what happens if he does what you're saying he should do. Look, if we're going to talk logically, (laughs) you should answer the door with the gun hanging out the door and you handle it that way. And that's the end of it. And then we don't have a horror movie or 90 percent of the horror movies we have. Or you answer the door with your dick hanging out. Oh, he could have got him a threesome. Maybe. Up, up the fucking game. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that was the dude when when that knock on that door happened, bro. I, that it gave me chills again. No matter how many times I've watched this movie. The other thing with that um, is that I think that was a that was one of those moments. I thought it was very very eerie when I watched the movie the first time, and it was less eerie for me the second time, knowing that the whole like is Tamara home was just like them pretending to be spooky and edgy so they could scare some people like that had no point at it. I I don't know if it, it's effective on a first watch and, and less so on the second watch, you know, it's still got like, me, dude. This is like a, I don't know. However many it's watched. And I watched this movie with Allie too, dude. She felt the same way, you know, like, it, I, and again, if this is like home, dude, home invasion gets me. It really does like that. 
Cause that shit is real. I've been in a house in the middle of the fucking woods. I've heard noise. I've never had anybody knock on my goddamn door, but you know, like it, you don't know what's out there. And we watching movies like this. I've seen too many movies like this to where that's my first thought. It's like, okay, so it's about four o'clock in the morning, dude. There, there is like Rob said, there's zero good reason for anyone to knock on your door at all throughout the day, let alone yeah. at that time. dude. Mm-hmm. Which is like, exactly why I'm not answering. <laughs> I, I, I'm the type of person where I need to, like, I, I would rather know what's out there and begin. And again, if we're going to sit and talk logically step by step, okay, you answer the door with the gun. Maybe you don't shoot a girl standing there asking, you know, that, that you can't do. But then you close the door and call the police and be like, hey, just want to let you know this is fucking weird. And you know, just come out here real quick. And that, that, but then you end the, and there's no movie, you mm-hmm. know, but, but dude, like this guy, like he's he's going through a lot. Someone knocked on his door. It's a logical thing. Oh, it's the wrong person here. It's, they got to look at who's in there, what's going on in there. She could report back to the other two. It's surveillance. They're literally standing in the out in the open, watching this house. They're watching them. They're observing what's going on. They're planning. They're plotting. That's what they do. And it's I I talk about it all the time. I bitched out of a ghost hunting thing in the fucking in a cemetery once <laughs> because, dude, I, I'm not worried about a demon coming out of a grave and killing me. That's not my concern. My concern is the motherfuckers like these out in the woods with nothing better to do than this shit. And they're watching you. Dude, that's such an uneasy thing to me, especially, you know, you look outside and you, you know, if you have an eerie feeling. And you think someone might be hiding what, dude, these motherfuckers are standing in streetlights just watching you. That's a ballsy ass move. And I don't know, man, there's something about that knock on the door, the simplicity of it. And the fact that you, we have movies, like I said earlier, terrifier, evil dead Friday the 13th, where they're so outlandish and so, uh, otherworldly in ways where, you know, you can sit down and enjoy them, but you're not really like scared by it. Cause this shit's not real. But, but they kind of hedge a little bit on that, right? This is one of those movies where everybody's like, oh, it's so real and it could happen and everything. But it's also one of those movies where the killers always know exactly where the victims are and exactly what they're going to do and where they're going to be. And it's kind of bullshit, right? Uh, is it, though? There's three yeah, people it's watching bullshit, the house. Mikey. It doesn't matter whether there's three people watching the house. They don't always know where you are, or what you're going to do next, or what's going to happen when you do this. They're not always three steps ahead of you. They're just fucking people. But they, if they don't, then they don't seem as, as spooky. I, I don't know, dude. I look at, I've always looked at this movie as these three, this is what they do. This is their, their job. Like, I don't know like, that they do a lot, right? Because the one girl says at the end, it'll get a, easier next time. And that, and this, so well, this was, is at least one of their like first time doing it, right? I was going to ask this towards the end, but I'll, I'll ask now. Cause like I said, I was watching this with Allie and she brought, I never really thought of that, uh, the dynamic between these three, the, the strangers, she was calling them the two mother, father, daughter. And I never thought of that. Cause it, is it a situation we don't know, but you know, skeptical. Yeah, being yeah, to uh, be skeptical about it. Is it a thing where it's a father and mother, and the other girl is younger? Like, are they bringing her into this? Is it a cult thing? We don't know. But I mean, at least the guy with the sack, and I would 
think one of the women, you know, like it seems like this is what they do. Yeah. You know, and that that's just always how I viewed it. It was that hashtag not my sackhead. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. Shout out to Damien. Uh, he has a lot of beef with that motherfucker. <laughs> does he really? He does. He had me cut. I'm going to have to cut it again. Uh, so there is a talent to it. And I don't think this guy, he's fine, but he doesn't really stand out to me as like some grand performance that he gave. He's not menace. The spots where he can, where he was most scary or whatever, were quick little glimpses at him. And it wasn't even him doing anything. It was just the cuts and, you know, the jump scares mm-hmm. of it all. So, no, I agree. Damien, you know, he was right. But, yeah. you know, it's... uh but that that's the thing it wasn't it wasn't even really the characters because i think that might kind of be the thing is like they're just people there's nothing different about them they're ordinary they're just strangers you know and how dude i just got chills thinking of that bro like i again maybe this is just one of those movies for me because like home invasion like it kind of might tie into the screen thing with me because that's in a way what it is kind of throughout the movies uh sort of Sort of, but dude, there's just something about that shit can, re- and we see it on the fucking news, man. Like it does, this shit does happen. It's not that it could happen. It does. happen. Yeah, but it's not, it's not done like this. When you see it on the news, like a real life home invasion is dudes kicking in your door with fucking guns. And, and that's the thing that I, I love about it so much is that the cat and Mel- like this movie is probably the best example of cat and mouse that I could think of. Yes. And a movie that I, I can rival uh, put up against this one is hush. And I, I like hush. Say, uh, hush. I, I like hush a lot, but that dude was actively like, he was fucking with her. Sure. In the beginning, but he quickly reached a point where he's like, all right, this chick got to fucking die. And he just yeah. couldn't I, kill her. Yeah. Unfortunately, hush doesn't hold up either. Uh, well, hang on, uh, Rob. <laughs> I will say hush is one of the reasons why this hasn't held up as well for me, because I, at the, at the time that the strangers came out, we didn't have a lot of like modern cat and mouse style movies like this. For me, what I like about Hush is that it does that whole like stranger, no motive. We don't really get to find out what's going on a little bit better in that he did feel so human. Like he fucks up too, you know, and there wasn't that omniscient, like I know where everyone's going to be at all times kind of thing. Like he was getting by as much on like dumb luck as not. And he, and he wasn't always like, she got him good a few times before the end, you know, uh, which added a level of realism that at, at the time that I saw the strangers first, I didn't really have a point of reference of like how real that could, that experience could feel in a movie. Yeah. But, and as much as I love hush in all honesty, he could have just broke that glass door and got in the house if he wanted to. He did. Like when he got frustrated after how long. Yeah. But he could have did that again. If we're talking about shutting a movie down entirely and it never existing, he easily from the beginning, could have just threw a rock at that glass door and been in there and killed. And well, yeah, okay, but, the, but that's these, the thing. They it's, could have killed these people whenever they wanted to. Right. Anyway, he was getting in and out of the house when the guy was gone for cigarettes. He could have killed her immediately. That's, that's what the I was thing talking. with the strangers, though, is they have to like because it's a cat and mouse game. They're having fun with the cat and mouse. There's no like catalyst 
in the strangers like they're like cousin hush he realizes that he could lose and it pisses him off and he goes into the house but like in the strangers we have to wait for the strangers to get bored of toying with these two (laughs) (laughs) to start fucking coming into the house and it's Mm -hmm. like by that point i think uh, not on the first viewing but on like the second and third viewing i was also a little bit bored yeah and and that's part of the reason that I didn't like Strangers Pray at Night. Or like I was super mad when I saw that in theaters because it doesn't have any of that cat and mouse, really. No. Um not really. No, it didn't, no. When you watch it knowing that it doesn't have that, I don't think yeah. it would be as bad. I haven't revisited it. I've only seen it in theaters. It's not but bad. I think if I went back and watched it, I'd probably like it a little I'd probably like it more now that I know what it is. Um because it, I was expecting that and looking forward to that, and I didn't get it in that movie. Yeah, um, I like that aspect of this movie, but I don't think it's necessarily the greatest example of that. Or it's better. Halloween 1978's better. Ah, uh, but you can't compare that to this. Those are completely. Well, different don't tell movies. me this one's a classic if it can't compare to other classics. I'm saying the style of that's not Halloween is not a home invasion movie. Yeah, it has as like Scream has aspects, but it's of it, very sure. much a cat and mouse movie. It's a stalking movie, and I know those are very similar things. But dude, these guys, once Myers is in there, he's gonna he's gonna kill you. These guys, dude, they he they the killing isn't what they're interested in. It's the, they kill him at the end when it's done, and they're that's like, that's what okay, I'm saying. I don't would, think any of this would have happened if they were asleep. It, it might not have. Or they, it might not have, but because I don't think they're going to break into the house and just kill sleeping people. No, that's not what they want to do. Yeah. And and as we established in the FNAF conversation, Rob and I are less impressed by movies where the solution is to be asleep. Right. I I mean, I mean, I'd survive. (laughs) Yeah. You would never die. Yeah. I can fall asleep immediately. But that's the thing. You can't pull this off at nine o'clock at night. Usually, you know, you have to wait until I'd be dead as fuck. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm up. You know, I'd Dude, be dead I, as shit. I don't know, man. I feel like as secluded as this house looks like it is, you could do this at two o'clock in the afternoon and it'd be fine. I don't see. And that was pretty nice, too. Like, it wasn't in the middle of, like, trees of the woods, but there were streetlights. So it was accessible enough to society. Like, that, those kids were riding on their bike. It's just quiet enough to get away with shit like this, which is, it was kind of perfect, the location. I I will. That is one of the things that I think has stood the test of time in this movie very well is this is a very interesting setting. Like it it does walk that fine line of there are family memories there. It's kind of cozy. Uh, They have the amenities that they need. Someone is there to stumble across, you know, the bodies. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, but also it's very good at feeling secluded at the same time. Like there's enough greenery that we can tell that they're kind of on the outskirts of something. It's a drive to go get the cigarettes. You know, it's good. It's a very good balance that they struck with this. And it does. It feels weird, though, right? Because that house looks like it's in the 70s. uh, Like everything in that house looks like it's in the 70s. Dude, I, I, and again, I told you it's guys. It's like a vacation I, home, isn't it? Right. I mean, I don't know. And what my fuck dad takes had, a vacation out there? My dad, my dad did. He had a vacation home in the woods in Pennsylvania, and it was, it was an old style house. So that yeah, maybe but they're not like they're not like deep in the woods. There doesn't seem to be a lake nearby or anything. <laughs> like, well, that's the, that was the, that's the thing. Maybe why this is that's why this is so relatable to me. 
Cause dude, like it was kind of I we had neighbors, you know, it's just they were distanced to where if someone was doing this, they wouldn't have heard it. But someone would have found our bodies the next day with a fucked up car out front. You know? Yeah. And another thing I, I thought they did a great job of was with the cell phones. It wasn't there's no reception for no reason and it was a logical and fucking scary well, thing that they did, man. Like they're hold on. what? Again, I, I, I don't want to nitpick too much on this, but you would smell if the plastic was burning. And yeah. and I got kind of irritated by that shot where it's like really smug, where it's like, ooh, look, she's talking about her cell phone and here it is in the fire. Like I it added suspense that the cell phones were stolen, you know, but I I don't know. I was not a fan of the way that they did it. Dude, if someone, if she just went through people banging on the fucking door and opening the door and you see a dude with a mask and you're clutching a knife so hard, you don't fucking, the dude comes home and she's fucking bleeding and kept, you don't notice that. I, it was better than the phone's not working. It was no better reason. than the phone's not working for no reason. And but it's I, it's dude. not something I think they did well. I I'm, think I'm they not. did it phenomenally, especially for a horror movie. And they took away their reach to the outside world. And you is there not a landline in, in this house? There is a landline. They in this killed house. It. She uses it. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember I, that it got cut while she was talking to what's okay. His name? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Which is um, and again that that that's one of those shots that I think kind of serves to Rob's point because she's on the inside uh, making that phone call and she's like will you stay on the phone with me? And then like the phone immediately cuts. And it's like the timing on this is just like whoever cut the phone wouldn't have known like when to do it on. Uh, it it a felt horror movie too orchestrated. It's no, a horror that, movie. No, 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 no. I know it's a horror movie. And like, if this had been like a very polished stylized slasher movie, I would have understand. But to Rob's point, Everyone talks about how like gritty and real this is. And it had none of those like little trip ups like that, where it's like I, it, all it had was kind of a few shaky camera shots to give you the idea that you're real and it's there. But it, everything felt so polished and that doesn't hold up well on a rewatch for a movie that's gotten its credit on being so hyper realistic like I, that. That's something that hasn't held up well. I disagree strongly. It there, it had jump scares, sure, but dude, the the shot of him standing in the, uh, oh god, know, dude, that that that. <laughs> oh my the, god, that everyone talks about that shot like it's so fucking brilliant and dude, scary, and it's, it's just perfect. not. It's perfect. It is not. It is yes, off. It is from the angle she's standing at. It. Everyone in this movie is wearing blinders and no one can see out of the corner of their eye, apparently, because it happens at least three times in this movie where there's no way they would not see them out of their peripheral vision. But they just don't. They just choose to ignore them. That angle is off. They should have started the shot later. He should have been further back. They should have done like a Michael Myers thing where he steps out and you see him after she's walked a, a few steps away from where he is. He's too close to her, and she would see him out of the corner of her eye. It drives me fucking nuts. What are you? Are we talking about the same scene? How he was in a whole nother room? No, she would have seen him. He I was don't in a hall, so. and she would have seen him there. She he is too close to her. 
It drives me nuts every time I see it. Are you talking about when she was in the kitchen? In the yes. Kitchen. And then she, she walks from, from there to the kitchen. So she doesn't start in the kitchen. She starts yeah. in the dining. I guess it's like a dining area. And then she walks into the kitchen. When that shot starts, he's standing there. And she's standing too. There's no way she would not have seen him. I don't think she would have seen him. And the other one is when the friend walks in and the guy's walking behind him with like an axe or something. The friend stops and turns his head slightly. He would have seen the fucking guy standing there. Ah, uh, dude, I did. I don't think she would have seen that scene. Still gets it's, me, dude. Oh, and it's not even as good as seventy-eight. When Myers comes out of the shadows, it's so much better. That's fair, but dude, it, it, see, that's the thing. If you isolate that moment, sure, uh, Halloween did that. You know, it's Halloween. Dude, everything leading up to it, dude. The fact that someone's in your fucking house. It, well, it's not it, her house. Well, you know, it, it is for the time being. You know, you, that's your space. When you put your bags <laughs> down and you're about to sleep there, that's your house for the moment. You know what I mean? Mm. But they and, get away with too much of that stuff because there's also the scene where the guy's out in the car looking for his phone, which is dumb in and of its own. Oh, God. And someone reaches forward to touch yeah, him and the, then she's miraculously gone. teleported out of the yeah. car. Unless she didn't teleport, so you heard footsteps. What do you no, mean? And you heard she yes. couldn't move that fast, Mikey. There's no way she moves that fast. How? She ran. He turns around and he, there, she's just not there. It's just, unless she's a fucking ghost who vanished and then reappeared down the road. It's fucking dumb. Uh, dude. He's not goddamn Usain Bolt out here running around. She ran in front of the house. She didn't run down the street. She ran in front of the house. You can run from the fuck car. She, ran. she would. He would have seen her. She could not move that fast. I love those scenes, man. I, and it, it's the cat and mouse of it all. Dude, she could have right, killed him right there. But don't tell me how real it is. Dude, when that's it's not real. real. They they literally they literally had the footsteps that she ran away. Like you can hear it. It's audible. You can No, 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 no. We have to talk about the order of this because he's looking, she touches his hand, he looks back, she's gone and then you hear the footsteps. Yeah. I'm with Rob on this one. Yeah, it, it's it's bullshit. a poor edit. Because yeah. it makes it look too, again, it's, that could be very effective if this were a different style of horror movie, but it takes away from that realness. It, it makes it feel so polished for a movie that's trying not to be as polished as it is. It's too convenient and it, it makes it feel less real. I, I, I didn't see anything wrong. And keep in mind too, this is a 2008 movie with, it had like a nine or $10 million budget. It's polished. Like I, it's not, Hush was polished, you know, like there's, you can have a polished movie. I never seen this as gritty. Like it, this is a polished movie, like home they, invasion they movies usually are. Shaky hand cam shots yeah. out of here. That's how they tried to make it gritty. <laughs> they tried to I make didn't it see gritty with this. They tried to make it real and like gritty. And, and I, there was a note, I don't think I left it in the fun facts, but there was a, a trivia thing that I came across where there's not a single shot in this movie where the camera's still. Yeah, like it's I, always moving if it's it's either a shaky cam or it's moving in some other way uh, because it was almost entirely shot handheld. But and that was just to add to sort of the realness. And, and, and that yeah, was I the think thing too, like in the marketing and stuff, they like really hit the realness hard. Right. And, it, yeah, and they try with that. This is based on a true story bullshit at the beginning, which also you've yeah. got to do that shit at the end of a movie if they're going to do it at all. But not not the whole thing, but like yeah. the their bodies were never found thing like that right. shit goes at the end right. um <laughs> because i 
there was so much. And again, I, I don't know that I noticed the first time I watched it because I think, I think on a first viewing, the suspense was incredible. Like I remember having very, I've talked about on the show about how I thought pray at night was such a disappointment because the strangers set the bar so high, but it's like uh, on the repeat viewing, it, this really annoyed me more where it's like, you know, we still don't know what happened in their bodies or whatever. And it's like, I, I don't know, just it took a lot of the suspense out seeing the end first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, a poor decision. I didn't like that either. If it had been more of a, if there had been more story, like if there had been something to sink my teeth into, I don't think I would have minded as much, but I, I'm not sure that it was needed. And, no. and it does kill a lot of the suspense, I think. Right, because you know, well, you know they're going to die. Yeah, or well, well, yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah, no, um, but but people oftentimes survive horror movies, Mikey. Yeah, there's a final you, girl for a reason in every fucking movie. It seems like, right? Yeah, but th- th- there's a chance people going to be dead. You right, know what I but, mean? <laughs> but when they tell you at the beginning, there's no chance that they're going to live. So the suspense gets kind of undercut by that, and. While we're on the beginning, is that narration at the beginning supposed to sound like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because that guy's doing, he's real hard trying to be John Larroquette. He had to be. Yeah. Probably. But, but Kat, I don't know how you could say that when you see the end of X at the beginning of X. We see that a that's, lot. That's the thing is there's something to sink, sink my teeth into in X. And there's more characters too. So you don't there know exactly who they're talking about next. Right, but we're we're watching this on our however manyth watch. We know exactly what's going to happen at the beginning. We don't know what's going on also, at the beginning of this movie. Two of the best characters are in that opening shot of X where they're finding the bodies. That's a great <laughs> shot. It adds something to the movie. I don't give a fuck about these two kids. Yeah, I'll be honest. I just Norman don't. kids or whatever the, the two fuck missionaries. They are. I I yeah. don't care what they're up to. Yeah, the kids don't. But it's the aftermath. I love that man because you see the fucking. Just blood and you're like, what the fuck? They got happened? that thing where she jumps and yells at the end or whatever. Fucking carry ending bullshit. Yeah, you're both out of your fucking minds, man. I don't know. Like I said, I still get chills to this day watching. I don't that. know how, man, because this movie, it's like they're almost there with so many things, and then they fuck it up somehow to me. I don't understand, bro. They they were. This is one of the movies where. As viewing it and logically, they're trapped. We've talked about it with paranormal activity. Uh, what's her name? Titty girl could have just left if mm-hmm. she wanted to. She could have just walked out and left, and there would have been no movie. We'd cancel out. Well, it wouldn't have helped her though, because she was the haunted one. The her whole story would have stopped antagonizing ghosts. Right. It certainly wouldn't have hurt her. Well, he was the way. hero of that movie. Remember, we all decided that. But the the point uh, is, he was the one who tried to make the sex tape. Every <laughs> the, the point is they really are trapped. They, like there's no there oh. are very few oh. movies where you they can are except for oh. he has a loaded rifle and they have virtually no weapons. Oh 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 and also I my other point in the movie I didn't understand how they got to the house. Like I didn't understand the circumstances that, that led them there. But they're in the house, fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um she starts experiencing weird shit and calls him and is like, I need you to come back. Fuck the cigarettes. Get here now. And then she waits for him to come into the house. And then he has to remember he lost his phone for them to go. No, 
motherfucker. I'm waiting by that door. I am running the second the car gets right. there. I am in that car. We are gone. We are fucking gone. So but no, they were not know? trapped. Yes, yes they- I do. <laughs> So if you open that door and get killed with the lady in the mask standing by the door that you just see, you, you, dude, you're in a very, you need to survive until he gets there. I was not against her running into a room. I mean, that, you know, that, the I, lady, the lady in the mask who's all of four foot six and 110 pounds. After yeah, I, I'm the not dude fucking worried this, about her. After the six foot dude in the fucking mask out the window. Yeah, dude, you don't know what's out there. And she did as soon as he got in. We need to go. We need to leave. We need to get the fuck out of here. That is another thing that I had a problem with, though. You see, well, she's she's not his fiance, but you see your 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 <laughs> partner and she and they're freaking out like that. Something's wrong. Maybe this is just like an I'm a woman thing, but mm-hmm, I probably. this is why I run. This is why I run to the car because if I am in a dude's car freaking out and someone has just tried to kill me running from the house to the car, he's a lot more likely to drive me away from there. Uh, And if he tries not to, I can take the keys. I can fucking leave his ass behind. That is a better situation for me than waiting for him to come into the house and then trying to explain to him what's wrong. Like I, because what if he doesn't believe me? What if you die at the door? Then at least, like, one of us is making it out of that situation. I fucking hope it's me, but I feel like I could take that other woman better than not having my eyes on any of the killers and leaving the car unattended. Like, nothing in the world would have stopped me from getting to that car. Uh, A blade to the stomach or an axe to the face would have stopped you from getting to that car. So, first of all, I'm not entirely sure it would have stopped me from getting to the car. I might bleed out in the car, but I'm in that fucking car. (laughs) We're going. And second of all, I would rather. So this is like we have very different because I wouldn't have answered the door. But once I'm already in the situation, I am trying everything to get out of it. Like once the invaders have already been in the house, I am getting to the first fucking car I see (laughs) before it can be sabotaged. Like I. But see, I don't want to be in the house anymore. But yeah. this is I mean, the argument that, we're, that this is my point. They're trapped. Like, I don't think they are. <laughs> Kat, if, if someone is outside your door banging on, they've already shown they can kill them at any point. If she starts running, if they, she opens the door, bolts it to that car. She's not making it to that car. There's someone at the front door, dude. You can't. She is trapped. There wasn't someone at the front door because he got into the front door. <laughs> yeah, they let him in. Now they got them both in the house. I will now say they're this, both though, trapped. Yeah, they did have the way to survive. And exactly what I would have done in this situation. And I've said this watching horror movies before. Yeah. The smart thing to do is exactly what they did. And I appreciated that about this movie, except they abandoned it. Holding up in the bedroom yes. with a gun. With the gun pointed at the door and shooting any motherfucker that walks through it is the right thing to do. Now I know they killed his friend, and that's unfortunate, but that's a good solid plan. And killing the friend is really just a proof of concept. And they should have just stayed there and waited for any of those other motherfuckers to come through the door. They, they should, should have kept doing that. And also yeah. I this is my favorite part on the rewatch on pretty much every rewatch I've had of this movie. If you've watched, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It is so satisfying to watch Glenn Howerton get shot in the face. I will never get tired of it. I have a different note on that. (laughs) And that is that um, when I see Glenn Howerton show up in this movie, it pulls me immediately out of the film again. And that's through no fault of the film. That's what Allie said too. Yeah. 
because I, I immediately start thinking about how funny I find him on It's Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, see, he's hilarious on It's Always Sunny, but also he's a terrible person, and it's very funny yeah. to watch him get shot in the face. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> like, all terrible people on that show. That's what makes I, I him know. hilarious. They could have put anyone in there. I don't. Well, that's not true because I don't think I would want to see Danny DeVito get shot in the face. But no, no, anyone but, else from that show. Yeah. <laughs> but immediately, as soon as he pulls up, I just I immediately started thinking, I'd like one crack, sir. <laughs> God oh. damn it. That show is funny. We should have watched know. that instead of this horse shit. Oh, fuck you. I, dude, I, we could have watched I, the zombie episode. It would have been yeah. fine. I, I don't. I cannot honestly cannot think of a more logical movie to have characters secluded to a situation better than this. movie. I can't think um, of one. Huh. And I tried today. I truly did. I can't think of any logically. I can't think of one. Evil Dead. Yeah, the zombie movie. All right, yeah, maybe. I mean, look, it, it, it's fine. It it works. I still think if you've got a rifle and they have what an axe, you should be able to win. Yeah, um, but they, even if you do get got, you should have at least taken out one of the three. I think they or at least injured well, one though. of them, for God's sake. They didn't do shit. That's he, just piss poor performance. I, I thought it was. They That's did, why she didn't marry him. She knew. And I, again, I think it's just something that hasn't like because this didn't bother me when I watched it the first time. I think it's something that's aged. Not particularly well, because we now are used to seeing horror movies where the characters try a lot harder to survive. Like, these guys yeah. try harder than, like, older slasher movies, but we, we're not done seeing the progression of that. Like, now we, we've just seen so many movies where people really fight against such horrendous odds, and they they don't always make it, but they always seem to get a lot further than, like, you have the sturdy house, you've got a room to hole up in, you've got the shotgun, and you don't take any of them down with you. Like, it's mm -hmm. just, I, and I, it's hard to blame the strangers for that, because that wasn't as much of a staple of horror at the time when this came out. Like, I really appreciate what it was doing at the time that it came out, but we're further along in that survival arc than we were here, and it, yeah. it, it kind of shows. I mean, for instance, the guy is trying to axe his way through the front door at one point, and he's like, oh, get something to block the door and stuff. He already had the gun. Shoot that motherfucker. I agree with that. I you know right that. where he is in that moment. Shoot him. I agree with that. So it's just a lot of frustrating shit like that. Like, why the fuck are you doing this? Like, it's just irritating to me. Like, it's so simple. I agree with that. But again, man. It, and there's... once you kill that big dude, then all you got is two little scrawny women to deal with. That's nothing. <laughs> I agree with that. And but it but again, that, then you run the risk of, of deleting the movie again. You know, and they like we could point to a million things in a million movies. But the movie shouldn't give me so many opportunities to delete it. I don't think they were if that it's supposed many. to be so tight They're... logically and get all the details right as you claim, there shouldn't be so many opportunities for me to go, don't do this, don't do that. <laughs> you know and... what I mean? And when you're watching it for the first time and you haven't seen any of it, it's very suspenseful. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I was very invested in what was going on. I wasn't trying to delete the movie. But on the second watch and the third watch, and I think this is my fourth watch of this movie, like when you're thinking about it and when you're waiting for jump scares that you've already seen and things aren't as tense as they were the first time you saw it, there are a lot of ways to delete this movie. Like 
I, I just it yeah it it doesn't hold up real well i'm i still got chills from this movie several times because you're a little baby child it's fine dude i'm telling you man it's it's again maybe it's the the home invasion note to me like those Maybe like th- that does get me like, dude, this movie still like I still got caught when that knock on the door. I was like, oh, fuck. like and it's so simple. They're doing nothing in that scene. Nothing. And the, 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 I agree, you know, and it's <laughs> and it was still was able to fucking it, it's just the timing of it, the situation of it. Put you're able to put yourself in that moment very easily. Yep. And, and you I, see me not answering the door. I don't know how, man. Dude, again, if you don't answer the door, they will get to a point where you will not ignore them. Yeah, that's and fine, I, but not in that moment. They're not. Not in that one, sure, but well, you're going to face answering that fucking door. It's very annoying to me that he does. It there, that don't one annoy more, me though. That that was my. Th- I I definitely would have answered it right then and there. One final comparison to Hush. That's a big difference for me because you're saying that you could see yourself in this situation. Hush was one of those like home invasion movies where it's like, I hope I would be half as smart as this woman. Like she's doing everything that I could think of to do and more. And she's just on the ball. She's so quick. She's doing it. And it like kept me in that moment. The strangers. I can't see myself in this situation just because there are so many points where I would have done something so different that like the longer I watched, the less attached I felt to these characters. Like because, and and it's one of, you know, maybe I would have died in this situation first, probably not because I wouldn't have answered the door, but maybe I'm already dead like a hundred times over, but I, I just, there's no path from the start of the movie to where they end up that i follow like i'm just i'm so far removed from it see that that's why i like this more than hush because i i love hush like as a as a movie sure but hush is more hush didn't feel super real to me because no one's going to be as logical as that woman was in that situation you know like it it's super rare where you can keep your shit together to that degree that many times in a movie you know and, you know, like the moment when they didn't bunker down in that room again. Sure, that's what you should do. But he's losing it after he killed his friend. He's got to deal with that immediately in that moment. Yeah, I, I can see that. All right, I'm getting this motherfucker now. I can see that, you know, whether you do it or not. Hold on the ball game. Sure. But like that, that emotion in him, I can see that, you know, it's not yeah, the smartest not move me. in the world as we've seen. Sure. but. Like, I can see it. Yeah. It's just very disappointing because I've said that about a million horror movies. Like, here's what you do. You got a gun. You hold up. <laughs> and they did <laughs> you it. Wait for somebody to walk through that door. You fucking shoot them. They didn't and, follow through, but they did it. Yeah. And they did it. And again, that's the proof of concept right there. That motherfucker walked through the door and you shot him right <laughs> in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah. And she grabbed it when she first, uh, uh, I think it was like a door bang in that song. She heard something. The first thing she did was grab a knife. We don't see that super often. You yeah, know, I was so she cut happy. herself with it. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. She was grabbing that motherfucker is what she was doing. She was <laughs> holding on to that damn thing for dear life. She never dropped the knife. She grabbed a knife. Like little things like that. I love to see. Because that's what I would do. I hear a bang, dude. The first thing I would have grabbed for was that gun or a knife. Anything. Even that lamp she broke. I'm having something 
to whack a motherfucker with to give me a chance, you know? And they, they did shit like that, which was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, look, the movie had a lot of potential. It just kept pulling me out. Potential to the strangers of 2008. With frustration. Unbelievable. How these people Um, don't see anything except for what's directly in their line of vision. Also, um, I have a question for Rob here. Yeah. Was this harder for you to watch? Like, the opening of this movie, was it more difficult to see than Terrifier? (laughs) I don't remember the opening of Terrifier. Because it was so dark. That's, that's oh. just, it was one thing that you always say about Terrifier is how dark it is. It and is it's fucking, like, yeah. The, the, the first strangers. <laughs> um, it gets better once they're like I was gonna say, I inside feel like they, for the most part. I feel like the they did an okay job with the light. I didn't have, I didn't know. This was much easier to view than Terrifier, yeah. But I will I could, say, like, it, it felt like if the beginning of this, like, as they're getting situated in the house, it just felt like several shades darker than it needed to be. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, Terrifier, you know, they didn't have the money for lights on that movie. Well, we can argue this until 2025. I can't believe this is how we starting off the fucking year, man. Jesus. You knew, you, had was, you knew, Mikey, and I, you picked the movie anyway. I gave you gold, man. It's not my fault you didn't know what to do with it. That's on you, goddamn. And I was fine letting you pick it because you had a rough run lately of movies sure that you didn't did. want to watch. But you knew did. what I was going to say about this movie. You know I don't... I'm not crazy. My score is not going to be as bad as everybody thinks it is. I don't hate the movie. I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's that great. Like it's mid. You are so lucky. We, I cannot believe you just called this fucking movie mid. I, I, you are so lucky that we don't live near each other. I would wait a couple of months till you forget about that. We did this. I'd knock on your goddamn door at four o'clock in the morning. I ain't answering it. <laughs> and then later on, and then later on, I'm my door at 4 p.m. I'm not answering it. I like told you, I don't answer the door the if I don't know who the fuck it is. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. You can delete this movie at that at the first knock because that's what you you point that gun out the door. And even I don't care if it's a fucking priest whose car broke down. You apologize if needed, but you you do what you got to do for it. you answer the with the gun out the door. Mm-hmm. That's how you answer that door at four o'clock in the morning. But like I said, we can argue about this till 2025, which I wouldn't mind doing. Just have to make this the year of the strangers argue about it every fucking week. Uh, but you guys want to get into reviews and, and facts and whatnot? I I have a strong feeling, honestly, if I rewatch Strangers Pray at Night, I like I might like it more than I like this movie. I will fucking flip. I, and I like that I- movie. I want to throw this out here. I don't think I would like it more than The Strangers. Um, I, and I don't think I'll ever appreciate w- what it did as much as what this movie did. But I, I will say a big problem with Pray at Night was just that it didn't live up to The Strangers. And on this particular Strangers rewatch, I'm wondering if I might not have a kinder view of Pray at Night. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, because when I watched Pray at Night, I was expecting more cat and mouse kind of stuff like we got here. Yeah. And we don't get that. And so I was let down, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if I went back and watched it as just a straight slasher movie, I would probably enjoy it. And I probably I might enjoy it more than I enjoy watching this now. You son of a bitch. And I God damn. I and that that was the shocker to me too. But you know, I I, I like Pray at Night. I, I think Pray at Night's a, a really good movie, actually. Not the greatest thing ever or nothing. But you, you just have to know what it is. Once you know what it is, and if you can get over that, which a lot of people can't, looking at Twitter and shit. But, you know, it's 
if you give it another chance, Rob, watch it. You just watch this one. You might as well. I think you'll like do it. it soon. Yeah, you'll like. Uh, I was gonna say Ali should do it for a movie night, but it's not shitty enough for her movie nights. I don't know. We have to do a movie night. <laughs> it <so>. might be. <laughs> uh, no, it 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 can honestly. I I don't know how you don't like it. Uh, it's a good movie. It's just it's, it has my least favorite death scene of all time. We keep I've talked about this. It's bad. Yeah, you have mentioned that before. Yeah, it's really really bad. It's like a three minute scene of a man failing to kill christina hendrickson while she also fails to get out of the way and i hate it so much <laughs> Tell right, i i haven't um i don't remember that but <laughs> it was on for so long all right reviews and whatnot uh reviews and whatnot so i do kind of want to disclaimer this i said it was going to come up and it, and it didn't naturally during our conversation but it, it's relevant heading into reviews this when it came out was the hot shit this was named movie of the decade fangoria talked about it for like four weeks straight it was a cover topic several uh months in a row like this was just this was a huge deal this was the first movie that i ever saw that was quote unquote scarier than the exorcist um my mom really bought into the hype for this she still will not rewatch this um i was told i was not allowed to bring a copy into the house when i was younger like there was just there was an ungodly amount of hype around this movie my opinion that it has not aged well um is definitely reflected in the scores where this used to be a high 90s lower or sorry uh low 90s high 80s rated film uh the current tomato meter it's at 49%. What the fuck is wow. wrong with people? The audience score is at 48%. That's insanity. Um, IMDb has this at a 6.1 out of 10. Um That's gross. and the and the reviews. Uh we were talking about this before we recorded the episode. We have some very unhinged reviews for the strangers. Um, and it, it kind of, I went further back than I meant to, because some of these were just so funny. Um, I could not quit looking away. Uh, not funny, like haha funny, but funny, like what is going on with the people that are watching this movie? Um, and I, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole for this one. I, the further back you went, the higher the average rating seemed to go. I think if I had made it like all the all the way back to like the 2008 reviews um they probably would have been a lot more tens uh and i had a really tough time paring it down which you're going to see i i pulled a, a few extra reviews for this one a lot of them are just for the title <laughs> and i we have to talk a little bit about the rabbit hole but uh starting out I, i've curated a good order for them we're going to start with the good ones and then we're going to have like a couple honorable mention reviews that just had really amazing titles and then we'll get into some of the uh candy bar territory i think uh starting with a suspiciously horny review of the stranger <laughs> what? nine out of ten stars is tamara home love this movie exclamation point exclamation point both main characters are pretty easy on the eyes, too. Winky face. <laughs> All right. That's what they took I'm not from gonna the lie. fucking movie. This might be my favorite one. 
Um, this one I pulled up because it is, it's not rated, but it seems to be very positive for the strangers. And it brings up a comparison that I thought we might want to talk about. Um, the strangers, a great thriller. It was a real pleasure for me watching this fine film. It's proof that you don't need big stars or flashy special effects to make a good thriller. The young director did a masterful job, and I think the greatest compliment I could pay him is that I thought some of the scenes in the movie could have been directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) What? Okay, that's Uh, ridiculous. Okay, we don't actually have to read the whole rest of the review. I just really wanted to. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I just really wanted to piss off Rob a little bit. I just finished reading a book about Hitchcock. It's fantastic, too. It's called Alfred. Well, it's the book that that movie Hitchcock is based on. It's called Alfred Hitchcock and the Making of Psycho. Highly recommend it. Great book. Can't be bad, right? About Alfred Hitchcock, who could have directed (laughs) The Strangers. Um, Okay, and now we are into our honorable mentions. Um, again, I just want to throw it out there. There were a lot of like 10 star reviews for this. They just weren't funny. So we didn't keep them. I I had too much material to work with today. Um, the strangers 10 out of 10, definitely not home alone. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is not. Uh, the strangers two out of 10 kill them already. (laughs) (laughs) What? People are dumb. (laughs) The Strangers, 8 out of 10. Finally, something a step above trash, like the eye and one missed call. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's uh, the baseline for that person? That's the baseline for that person. Oh, <laughs> the, uh, the Strangers, unrated, romantic comedy. <laughs> oh. okay. I will say, uh, just because we don't have time to get into it, because it's one of the longer reviews and we have so much material here i did read the entirety of the review entitled romantic comedy and it does not explain why it is called that (laughs) so (laughs) the strangers seven out of ten could be propaganda for the nra (laughs) all right maybe (laughs) uh the strangers two out of ten the joys of sadism (laughs) (laughs) fun the Stranger is four out of ten, almost less boring than staring at a blank wall. <laughs> what? Um, and then and then we get into the negative reviews. Um and not just the honorable mentions. The Stranger is uh four out of ten, an open dear John to the strangers. You can't fool me. I'm on to you. I was on to you from the start. I know the instance you started out with the beginning at the end, that is a red flag for I'm not confident in the script or my characters, so I'll hook you in with flashes of cryptic violence. I admit your beauty was hypnotic, almost sublime at times, but alas, you cannot polish a turd. Your pretty face and moody imagery can only get you, or me, in the door, but you lacked follow-through, you lacked confidence. You lacked compelling characters I even remotely care about. You lacked the actual John Larroquette to do the docudrama Texas Chainsaw (laughs) Massacre voiceover in the beginning. I mean, what could it cost him? A hot meal? (laughs) So So what did you do to fill the obvious void? You followed all of those before you, step by step. There was not one genuine scare in your heart, only silly, shallow shockers. The sad thing is, I had such high hopes for you, for us. We could have had something really special together there in the dark. 
I can only forgive so much, and I ask only for honesty in return. But with you, your obvious plot devices and second-rate scare tactics, you sadden me. Nay, you disgust me. My mama told me never to trust a pretty face, and oh, what a pretty face you had. But in the end, the joke is on me. You got my $11, my 90 minutes, and you were gone from my life the minute the lights went up. You're all the same. All of you. Where have all the good thrillers gone? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that guy copy and paste that goddamn thing to every fucking movie, every review he doesn't like. (laughs) What the fuck, man? He's not wrong. He is wrong. I don't know. I don't know, man. If if the moments are in your face and early, if they don't get you, it's not the movie for you. But if it does hit notes on people, man, like it, it's like anything else. You know, if it's not for you, like um, uh, what do we do? Paranormal activity, things like that. If you, <laughs> if if you're not scared of the paranormal, you can give a fuck less about that movie. You know, like it's not gonna do nothing. I was just talking, Miss B Huff. You know, uh, Huff. Jesus, Rob. You know, Miss B. She will not watch. We were talking about The Exorcist last night and Paranormal Activity. Won't watch them. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, is that shit's real, man? And you know, home. You tell her she can watch Paranormal Activity. Nothing happens. Son of a bitch. <laughs> is that it for reviews? That is not it for reviews. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I sent one. I I'm going to refrain from reading the whole thing. Um, because it is long. It is actually the longest review I found for this movie. But I, I, I sent a little snippet of it into the uh, Twitter chat before I started pairing back. And I feel like I have to put some context into this. I found a review, one out of 10 stars, lame and dumbest horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot going on. I is never capitalized. Uh, nice. A lot of other random words are. Okay. And following in uh, last week's praise, there are a lot of uh, references made to other movies. I the, love that. It's one of my favorite things. A bit suspect. Do they uh, tell us what the ratings are for the other movies? It doesn't. Oh. Um, but it does. Uh, it, it does list the years for all of the movies, oh, which good, I appreciated. Good. Just I, because- that's what I. I guess I really want that. I want them to not only mention other movies, but give me additional information about movies they're not reviewing. Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot. Um, and I'm going to read like the beginning of this one just so you get a taste for the review. Uh, but then we can move on because, again, someone wrote a fucking essay about this. <laughs> and it's just a lot. Uh, I really look back in 2008, geez, 10 years when I was in grade seven. It looked really scary of trailer. Scary thing about it was a bit exciting. <laughs> Scary thing about it was a bit excited to see that, but when I saw this movie, I rented back in two. I rented back in two thousand eight. Movie was stupid, silly, unscary. Very weak characters led Kristen McKay, Lil Tyler, <laughs> Armageddon, The Incredible Hulk. She's she is boyfriend to James Hoyt. <laughs> Scott Speedman, <laughs> World, Underworld Evolution, Dark Blue, XXX, Next Level. Oh, <laughs> it didn't mention Felicity? It didn't mention Felicity. Oh, that's what I know Scott Speedman from. Every time I see him, he's just been from Felicity. Some people shouldn't um, have the fucking internet, I swear to God. 
And then it goes on through an itemized list of all of the points that he could have deleted this movie, essentially. Uh Um, There are a lot of them, but it ends with this gem. This movie was lame, lame ending of movie. (laughs) Nothing special, not even worth it. I have saw this movie back in 2008 when it come out on DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> I rented on Blu-ray years ago, kind of watching First Purge that sucked even more. <laughs> what? Better movie, better movie than to this Vacancy 2007. Even better, not stupid and weak movie like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this Lead is an characters. opinion I value. Lead characters made stupid, dumb decisions. Dot dot dot. One point oh, just movie sucked. That's an opinion I value. Yeah, he's not wrong though. Vacancy's pretty dope. Okay, our next one. I I think that's the last like really incoherent one. Uh, but we do Lord. have a couple. We do have a couple more comments. I'm sorry I couldn't read the. The entire review for that one. It was one of the reasons why I had wanted to do CSIMDB today before I yeah. realized we had power rankings because yeah. I just wanted to go through that whole thing. Um, it's it's a fucking wild ride. Um, but I feel like I captured it in the two excerpts. Um, this next one, it, one out of ten. What to say about this awful drek? This film is a turd of a turdwellian turdmeister to the turd <laughs> power. <laughs> Is he just going to turn other words into turds? He does do that a lot. Good. Um, Let's see. Lots of implausible stuff. Baddies who can appear and disappear at will. One baddie maybe six feet tall. The two others wayfish and barely five feet tall against two (laughs) healthily built people with a shotgun and a lot of magnum shells. (laughs) Victims who just won't lock their doors in the face of the sudden brutality. Big open swaths of land outside their front door in which the victims could have fled any number of directions. And okay, okay, no more. I guess the movie would have been over in 20 minutes if I tried remotely to approach each tiny little slice of uh disbelievability uh and then it it takes a turn me so tired of this type of film (laughs) me bet newbies to the horror genre see this and think it's the greatest achievement in a horror type thingy (laughs) what i think about this I'm amazed at how it really missed its mark. Sad thing, or maybe the sickest thing, that I couldn't feel anything for the victims and did not care about their fates. Anything positive? Yeah. It turned on the sweet musical style of Joanna Newsom. If you can get something worthwhile from this movie, then more power to you. Me go now. <laughs> yeah, please go now. Jesus Christ. Did you, is that you- what you think, Mikey? It's the best of a horror type thingy? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the first thingy. thing that comes to mind with the, yeah, any good movie. <laughs> good lord. I will um, say, I should have started drinking earlier, because this wine <laughs> is really starting to kick in right now, and the show's almost over. Um, one, scariest film ever made? I think not. What are people talking about? <laughs> scariest film ever made? I seen everything coming. You must have never seen any of the Friday the 13th. They basically had the same plot instead of Jason, you have the strangers. I actually think that Friday the 13th uh took more thought and had better action scenes than this film did. 
I mean, the whole movie was about putting this couple through hell until the buildup, and then there should have been a better ending. But no, all the buildup just to show them tied down and stabbed. It didn't even show that. Who was the writer of this crap thinking? <laughs> this film could have become another Texas Chainsaw Massacre if it had a better story behind it, but instead, it is a piece Chainsaw. of crap. Wait a minute, hold on. Okay, I know Rob's not going to give him a candy bar, but I'm going to give him <laughs> an ass blast here. <laughs> How are you going to compare The Strangers to, uh, to Friday the 13th? That is not the craziest comparison. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And Texas Chainsaw. Okay. Well, I will argue this movie invites the comparison to Texas Chainsaw by opening because of with the, the Wish.com John Lariquette. Okay. But sure. I was actually but- talking about our next review. Uh-oh. Which is actually entitled, Like Halloween, But Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, okay. The worst movie I have seen in a long time, and I just watched Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> the first half hour is kind of humorous with this guy having the worst day ever, but then the final hour is just the exact same thing over and over. There are people with masks not killing them just to mess with them, and then they run and hide, and then the masked people show up, not harming them, so they run and hide until the completely predictable climax seeing as how it's the first thing you see in the movie. Any attempt to scare you was an overpowering soundtrack and something flashing up on the sus- <clears throat> flashing up on the screen. There wasn't suspense, there wasn't terror, it was just tripe. All right. Mikey, mm-hmm. pretty soon we have to do an episode on Jesus Christ Vampire Killer. No, fuck, we do not. <laughs> because, uh, well, clearly it's better than this, and you love this, so. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's great. We'll be right up um, there with the, with the other shark movies. I Okay, and then our final one, and this is where I, I went really off the deep end. Um, We're going to kind of skim through this one, but I just... I did too much research not to talk about this. So it opens up one out of 10 stars. Beware the inexplicable good reviews. The movie is not even worth a rental. I have gotten out of the habit of posting on IMDb for the simple fact there's no moderation here. IMDb is increasingly padded with suspect reviews and is not a reliable measure of whether a movie is good or bad. The Strangers is case in point. It beggars all description that anyone with any integrity or sense of taste could equate this film to Halloween or The Shining, or could call it a good movie, much less the greatest horror movie in the last decade or a masterpiece, even accounting for the varying standards of taste. That is just a glaring and hateful lie. Um, so at this point, he he goes on for quite a bit. He really seems to buy into the IMDb conspiracy theory. Um, he rants for several paragraphs about there not being moderation on IMDb. Like, this really bothers him. Uh, but then, uh, it, it that follows up, if IMDb can't be bothered to police their own site, then my general opinion is screw them. But I wanted other people not to fall for the hype of this movie, and most of the dissenting reviews are from people who have posted no other reviews. I know for myself that I put no stock in one-review comments, whether they are good or bad. Me, having some reviews under my belt, I thought it fell to me to help give people a real review of this film. So we are like two pages into this review, and he has only just started talking about The Strangers. (laughs) Uh, 
And he opens up his thoughts with, anyone who knows me knows I'm pretty easy on movies. Heck, look at my Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull review. (laughs) At which point he links out, uh, links don't work in IMDb reviews, but he Mm -hmm. leaves the full URL to a WordPress blog that he (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, I like the film while everyone else wants to lynch it up. So when I tell you The Strangers is one of the few movies I actually walked out of, you'll understand that it has to be pretty bad. If you go by the IMDb reviews, it would lead you to believe this was the second coming of seven, and not a whole lot could be further from the truth. He's Uh, right about that. He goes on for what I can only describe as several more pages about his issues with uh, The Strangers. Uh, how he walked, he was bored. Uh, he doesn't believe in the characters. He does not think the performances were good. He types out growl at one point. Um, oh, is this? Did you leave this, Mikey? Because <laughs> you will type out growl sometimes. I will growl. Uh, in a really weird context, also, where he seems to be sexualizing Liv Tyler, but he's mad about it. Like, (laughs) um, I'm sitting in the theater watching Liv Tyler scurry around on the grass with her butt sticking up and her lips and uh, all full and sexy growl, but then acting terrified (laughs) as much as I welcome any chance to see Liv Tyler's ass. She's too good an actress for this lame piece of garbage growl. Uh, He's like really upset about this. Um, he, he follows up with, he, he doesn't care about the characters. Uh, he thought the boyfriend was annoying. He wasted $12 matinee showing plus parking. We get the full receipt for his day out. Um, (laughs) the 2000 people on IMDb that rate this film by first director, Brian Bertino, highly enough to get seven plus stars fills me, uh, like Bush getting elected twice. With dubiousness and more than a twinge of loathing, God, we are raising stupid people that think banality is brilliance. This film is not even <laughs> worth a rental. I kind of like that line. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you would think that would be the end, but he actually wraps up by suggesting you to several other reviews only by like listing the IMDb user's name. Mm-hmm. Um, where he explains that they explain his issues better than he did after all of this about him leaving a review. And uh, one of the reasons why I had wanted to bring this up uh, on the episode, I actually followed the WordPress link. I did not think it would still be active because this was the latest. Uh, this was the furthest back I read. This was actually left in 2008, the year that The Strangers came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I did, I didn't have high hopes that the WordPress link would still be active, but I did follow it. Um, okay. I, I had to type it in. He's still, this man still runs a semi-active uh, review. He's he, blog. He seems to have switched mostly to games and graphic novels. Okay. But he is still reviewing things on his WordPress site. The, most amazing part of this, the most recent movie that he has reviewed is American Psycho, which I'm sure I don't have to tell you came out before The Strangers. Uh, so he seems to be going in backwards order. Also, the link to the Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull review is not active. He has not. Li- he's not reviewed that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which makes it increasingly strange to me that he chose that as like a, a merit of what he does he also he quit leaving imdb reviews though uh just like a year not even a full year after this but 
he does in his profile <laughs> leave a list of his favorite movies of all time, That's which neat. include Signs, Melinda, Nightmare Alley, Children of Men, Tiger Cage 2, Howling, The Third Men, Prison on Fire, Wreck, and Searchers. So okay. I <laughs> we have another uh man with very eclectic tastes yes, here. That's a mix. Um, this, this man is just fast, like absolutely fascinating to me. I cannot get a handle on this guy. I, he might be my new favorite reviewer. <laughs> what, what do you think about this dude, Mikey? I think he's a lunatic. No, oh, right. yeah. <laughs> he's only left 29 reviews also. All right. Now that we've heard every negative review on the internet about the strangers, uh, facts and whatnot. Sure, let's do that. Uh, the budget for The Strangers is an estimated $9 million. The worldwide gross, $82.4 million. According to director Brian Bertino, the film is partially based on an incident he experienced as a child. One evening, a stranger came to his door, asked for someone who was not there, and left. Later, Bertino found out that other homes in the neighborhood had been broken into that night. So Ooh. there's your claim that it's based on an actual events i guess i don't know um during filming in order to get an actual reaction from Liv tyler director brian bertino would tell her where to expect a loud bang to come from but then would have the loud noise come from a completely different direction Smart. All right. yeah i mean it's no william freaking firing a gun at people but <laughs> many theaters across the united states were sent faulty <clears throat> reels of this movie they contained sound problems which made a few minutes of uh, several of scenes in the movie. Uh, they, there was nothing but static. Most audiences didn't realize it was a sound problem, however, because they, they thought with the uh, dark overtone and loud background music in the scenes, the static was just part of the movie. That must have been annoying. Kurt Russell has mentioned that this movie always scares him. Uh, this movie was not shot inside an actual house. It was indeed shot, uh, the interiors anyway, uh, where they were built on a soundstage. Um, this is interesting. The song Mama Tried is heard several times during the film. That is a 1968 hit from Merle Haggard and The Strangers. Nice. This script was originally titled The Faces. Would that be better or worse? Worse. Worse, right? Yeah. It's a bad, bad name, right? Uh, some people have said they think this is based on the 1981 Ketty Resort murders in Northern California. However, we just, the director and writer says no, it was based on, uh, you know, what happened when he was a kid. But some people still believe it's based on those murders in Northern California. Yeah. Before filming any scene, uh, after the strangers began terrorizing the couple, Liv Tyler would uh, have to do, uh, well, she would run laps and do jumping jacks. Uh, to help her get out of breath to help simulate the panic her character would have been experiencing. Did they okay. make her do that or did she volunteer? I believe she volunteered, but I don't okay. I don't know. Uh, you know, I wasn't there. Um, okay, so I, I kind of like this one. A lot of coincidence coming together here. The uh, blonde doll face first makes an appearance asking if Tamara uh, was home. Gemma Ward is the actress, and uh, she also she was in the movie Pirates of the Caribbean: Stranger Tides, and her character's name Tamara. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, 
And finally, according to director Brian Bertino and Liv Tyler, the finale in the original script had much more interaction and dialogue between the victims and the strangers. He decided to cut it to keep the intruders mysterious. Smart move. I like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, good call. Yeah. So there you go. Those are your facts for the strangers. Nice. Uh, Fortnoy time. I can go first. Yeah, what order do we want to do this in? I don't care. Okay. What do you think, Rob? It doesn't matter. All right. I'll go first. You're going to have the highest. Oh, absolutely. I'm interested to see who's higher between Cat and I. I don't think you're going to sniff me. I look. (laughs) Smell like Dove for men, man. Uh, (laughs) Well, not right now. I've been farting a lot. Um, I look back in. A lot of my, because, you know, when like, th- this is a movie I've cherished for a long time. So, you know, it's like, it, it, it's, it's a, t- it's a top shelf for me. So I want to go back and look like I looked at Cujo and, you know, th- things of that caliber to kind of gauge where exactly I should, you know, you spend so much time loving a movie. You don't think of a score for it, you know? Yeah. It must uh, be nice to be able to look back at your past scores. So. <laughs> unbelievable. So I decided I didn't know whether to go up or whether to go down or whether to keep it where it's at. And I'm still not positive on what I want to do with it, but I, I landed on a decision when I was uh, done looking at uh, Cujo and everything else. And I'm not going to go above what I gave Cujo. But I'm gonna give it a nine point seven with Cujo, dude. What, dude? I, <laughs> you thought I was playing? I love this fucking movie. What? We should have let Mikey go last. I don't have anything that's as shocking as that. No, I don't. I no, I don't either. It 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 has an effect on people. It has an effect on me. I still get chills that, with this thing. That means you like this movie as much as I like Zodiac, and that's just dumb, Mikey. Probably. I mean, yeah. I I see that. Dude, I love this movie, man. I love when a movie can do, can achieve something with simplicity. And, dude, it was fucking great, man. The the little bit, I mean, they they had a $9 million budget. I'm not saying what they, they fiscally had to deal with, but more so, like, what they what the story they were telling they had to work with and it's a home invasion movie so you know like typically you don't have much and they they did it like they 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 took a movie that had five and a half people like if you want to count the friend he was in there for a cup of coffee you know it had five and a half people in it dude there were parts of this movie that were like borderline terrifying this is one of my fears you know, and like it hits for me. I love this movie. I wasn't playing. I don't know what you thought this was. Every time I say I love a movie and I give it a high score, you can't fucking believe it. <laughs> because it's a ridiculous movie. It's not a ridiculous movie. They're a it's a ridiculous movie to get a 9.7. I almost, Lord, man. I almost gave it a 9.8. I was, I f- almost fucked around and did it, but I couldn't quite do it. I appreciate Cujo for other reasons. Obviously, very different movie. Dude, I appreciate this for different reasons just as much as Cujo, dude. 9.7. I, I will say, I wish I had done this before uh, 
you had given your portnoy. I had actually written down a portnoy guess for you, uh, and I was I was off. <laughs> What'd you give it? I was a bit for off. Me. I I guessed an eight point nine, so I was almost a full point away. <laughs> almost. I knew it was going to be high. I just I wasn't prepared for nine point seven high. Well, hell no, nine. I'm, I'm not 7. as shocked as Rob is, but it was higher than my guess. You got to remember too this this movie came out in uh, 2000. I was 19. Like this was my prime. Yeah, but you watched it now. Yeah, <laughs> I I still fucking. Were you kidding me? Yeah, but there's a lot of shit that I liked when I was 19 that I look at now and I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. Why did I like that? Yeah, that happens. Not with this one. All right. Do you want to go or you want me to, Cat? Um, I I wish I knew what you were going to give it because I feel like whoever has the lowest score should be. I know. Last. I don't know. I don't I, know which one of us is going to be. Lowest. I think it's going to be you. I think I should go next. I could right. be wrong because you did say that your score doesn't really reflect your comments. That's also how I feel about my score. Yeah. But, but I can go. All right. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So I I had this between two numbers. Uh, talking about it, and, and it's. They were both numbers that I have given to other movies uh, on our Portnoy spreadsheet. That must be real nice to be able to look back and see what you gave other movies. It it strongly made me feel, because it was better, this movie's a lot better than the lower number uh, movies that I had given it. It, I don't think it's as good as, as some of the higher numbers. There was nothing in between the two. So we're going rookie number. I'm giving The Strangers an even seven. Okay. That's fair. Rookie, uh, I number really from cat. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate what it did uh, at the time that it did it. I, I remember why I really liked it. I just don't think it holds up really well. But I'm glad that it ushered in kind of that age of, but tense slashers. You know, like I'm I'm glad we have it, even though I I might be done watching it for the rest of my life. I'm I'm glad that it's here. Okay, Robert. All right. I guess that's me, huh? Mm -hmm. Did we do right, Rob? <laughs> the Strangers, um, it's a, it's like um, a really great movie trapped in a mediocre movie's body or something. It can't get out of its own goddamn way most of the time. Every time I would really kind of get pulled into the movie, something would happen and it would suck me right back out. Um, sometimes that wasn't the movie's fault. Like, you know, Glenn Howerton showing up that, you know, they didn't know he was going to be on. It's always sunny when they made this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, it happened. I, I, there's just like, everybody talks about how this is super <clears throat> scary and I don't think it's scary. And everybody talks about how it's super realistic. And I find too many things that aren't realistic. It's not, it, it has that two thousands thing of like, wanting to be a gritty film but not actually looking like a gritty film you know i will give it some credit in the fact that when i watched it today and uh, that 90 minute runtime flies by like it, it's a it's a breezy watch like it's easy to it just is. sit down and watch it goes by really quick i i don't think it's a terrible movie or anything but it's it's not as good as everybody says it is i give it a 6.1 okay all right that Fucking low as shit, but all right, that's not that bad, I guess. That's in line with the IMDb users. Not See, not bad. me and all those geniuses we read. From oh IMDb. yeah, yeah. <laughs> valued opinion. Me, me like movie. Yeah, me go now. 
All right, that's the strangers. What a way is to start it, the new year. What is it uh, approved? Did it make it? Oh, hold on. I closed the. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. Mikey's score makes it a lot closer than I. Yeah. 7.6. Hell of a deal. All Where's right. my fucking. I got to move my chair one. I give it a. I give it a 4.8. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. This movie deserves to be approved, man. Nah. It does. I feel. I, mean, I don't think it does. I, I'm not mad. Though. I think this to me is the movie that feels like it should be almost approved, but not quite. You that feels bitch. more right to me. That's yeah. how I scored it. But yeah, because that's how this movie is. It's almost good, but not quite. We're not having the argument again. We're not having an <laughs> argument again. Um, Mikey, go now. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, go now. Thingy and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> if they'd had a sex tape in there somewhere, he didn't even try. We already played the montage of your fucking sex tape. We don't need to do it again. <laughs> he had flowers on the bed and everything, but no camera set up. That son of a bitch. Yeah, he was well, lucky. the petals were going to get all squishy and gross at the bottom of the tub. No one wants to see well, that. Well, he had them on the bed, too. Those would have been fine. Oh, okay. But yeah, that fucking, <laughs> when he was like, I didn't know if you put the petals in before or after. Like, what are you, a fucking idiot? <laughs> he was taking what he could get at that point, man. Let's be honest. Let's leave him alone a little bit. Um... <laughs> Should have took what he could get instead of answering the door, dumbass. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Uh tiers starting as low as three dollars. Yeah. It's low as three dollars a month. Uh tier yeah, tiers starting as low as three dollars a month. Uh, uh check out our Twitters, check out the description of this episode. You can vote for the slashies. That starts next week, uh night one with uh video games and TV series. And night two will be books and films. Uh, that's the following week. So make sure you get your voting in on that. Um, that'll be all, like I said, all of our Twitters and in the description. So I don't want to hear no excuses. You couldn't fucking find it. It's going to be everywhere. God damn it. Also, you can vote for Rob's lifetime achievement crap. No, you don't get to vote on that. You can nominate, nominate. but you have to be a patron. Right. You got to go to patreon.com forward slash slash radio. You can nominate for that. Uh, extra show every week easter egg content you'll hear how rob made some girl cry on discord that was always fun um not not my fault not your fault <laughs> well a little bit your fault uh, my rob's fault uh i didn't know she was even gonna be there she was there what do you mean <laughs> there was a chance she was gonna be there Rob following can you imagine rob being one of the people in the strangers where he knocks on the door and he's like is tamara home and someone comes to the door and he's like shit now i gotta kill her i didn't even know she was gonna be here yeah. this is not my fault uh at slasher radio on twitter you can give us a follow there and keep up with everything for the show i'm at mikey's dead uh, you can also check out the other show I do with Little Miss Huge Clown Penis. Huge Clown Penis. That is called Cult FM, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio. There was no episode this week. Uh, that is my fault. That's Allie's fault, too. That's everybody's fault, including Brian, that dirty son of a bitch. And that's it for me. What about you, Rob? Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter, Radio Rob123. You can also listen to the other show that Kat and I do together, the Nick Fucking Woo Cagecast. That's Nick Effin Woo, if you were looking for it in your podcast app and uh we just did an episode on con air and coming up uh our very own ir chris is going to be a guest on the show when we talk about face off so even if you don't uh aren't a huge nicholas cage fan which what the fuck is wrong with you if you're not um you're going to want to listen to this because well chris never disappoints hell of a deal that's true cat what about you 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore Vlor, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can check out my website, catvlor.com. You can pre-order my book, The Desert Island Game, which is coming out January 15th Hell of a and deal. available for pre-order uh, wherever you get your books. Is that the one with the dope-ass cover, Cat? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks great. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't ask me to design a cover for it, Cat. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, you see my MS Paint skills, but they were amazing. <laughs> it would have been one a- day, Rob. You're gonna design a book cover for me, and I'm going to use it. And <laughs> listeners, that's a threat. <laughs> it's gonna be a big dick alien sitting on a brown lump called an island from Microsoft Paint. <laughs> that's that's gonna be the cover. Uh, Slashies next week, guys. Get your votes in. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best of Slasher Radio podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.